Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 65 in this bitch. We in there. Shaq and Kobe, well, podcast equivalent of Shaq and Kobe. Wolf Six Podcast, hosted by your very own Mario Chuko and Randy Westbrook. How are you doing? I'm great, man. Safari. I'm great, man. You know how you get that that weight up off your shoulders, man, and you feel like free. Yeah, but it's like it's not a big deal or whatever. But it's like just hey, something that you were like thinking about. Those it, can't be in the same vein. You can't be like I got a weight off my shoulders, but it's not a big deal. Yeah, but it's not like something like if I were to tell somebody, it's not something that's like crazy important. You know, it doesn't sound important, but it's like to you personally, it's like impactful. It's like you know, I feel like, like all like problems free. are subjective. True. You know, all issues are subjective. Don't minimize your shit. You gonna tell people weight is off your shoulders? Hell no. Hell no. Damn, man. Why you bring it up then? Cause it's whack. I'm just saying I'm free. I feel great. It was okay. a good. It was a good last couple days, man. So what? You ain't gonna share, man. What happened? Just feel free, man. Come on, man. Now you got everybody waiting. I want to know what happened. I'll tell them later on in the episode after I. Get I feel like you're building it up too much. It's just only <laughs> it's gonna get it worse. You <laughs> <laughs> just let that shit roll off. It would have been a big deal. <laughs> no, stay tuned. <laughs> Motherfucker, you that to be continued. A lot of pressure you're putting on yourself, buddy. Just lay some more weight on there. We'll we'll just forget about it. (laughs) (laughs) What's been up with you, man? Ah, shit much, buddy. Shit much. Man, I I was trying to watch um, Creed 2 yesterday. Creed 2? Yeah. I gotta check it out. No, don't. don't. It's what? I didn't finish it. I got like halfway through. It's terrible. Now, to be fair, I was a little high when I watched it. And when I'm high and I watch movies, the bad shit tends to stick out. Like the acting... The we have this obviously a fake background. Yeah. It's like this awkward spots. That movie, man, it's one of those movies where you just predict everything is gonna happen. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Okay, it's okay. just like they took all the Rocky movies and we're like, all right, let's take some from Rocky Three, take a little bit from Rocky Four, let's sprinkle in a little Rocky Two, and boom, we got a sequel. That's essentially what they did with Creed Two. You know? I'm I'm assuming he beats the big Russian at the end. At the end, yeah. But yeah, but spoiler alert. Uh, halfway through the first time they fight, he doesn't. He gets his ass whooped. Of course, he keeps like getting up after getting knocked down. But dude, the uh, the Russian guy Ivan Drago's son uh, mm-hmm. eventually gets dis- disqualified because he uh, punches Creed in the head while he's you know down on one knee in the canvas. Okay, uh, but I mean the fight. Roy Jones them. Yeah, hit that Roy Jones. <laughs> That Tarver? No, that wasn't Tarver. Yeah, I forgot to do. I think Tarver knocked him out. Yeah, Tarver got him. Yeah, Tarver yeah. got him. But there was, that was the dude. beginning of the end for him. Yeah, he God. he wasn't the same after that man. You know, once reflexes go, it's over. It's over. He was he was more of an athlete than a boxer anyway, man. Like the shit he was doing, yeah, would make boxing aficionados lose their minds. But that's also what made Roy Jones great. Yeah, it was fun, man. He was great. He all right. Let's go. Uh, top three boxers of all time. Top three boxers of all time. Yeah, not you know it doesn't have to be super legit or whatever. Just right now. Are on the spot. About, are we talking about entertainment value? Entertainment wise. Entertainment wise. Yeah. Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, Deontay Wilder. That you've that you've seen. You gotta take out Muhammad Ali. But have I seen live? Yeah, like, you've seen live. Oh, cut the fuck. Okay, Mike Tyson, Deontay Wilder, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd? Okay. Mm-hmm. And people are like, I, oh, Floyd's fights are boring. Now if you like boxing, buddy. I swap out uh Dante and I put in um Roy Jones. Sure. I can see that. I mean, I, can, I get it, but Dante got that one punch knockout power, bro. Yeah, but any time it could be over. It's like Roy Jones a- is like that too, though. But he would like you would know he would win, and he would like play around. It was like and like a fisherman, silver. like trying to just reel in the fish. You already got him hooked. <laughs> <laughs> I want his knockout to go exactly as yeah. I envisioned it. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the same. Except instead of Dante. Yeah, Dante yeah, Mike Tyson for sure, man. Mike Tyson is, was ridiculous. Like he ended the whole pay per view like boxing party. 
Yeah. Like everybody gets together. Get there early. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better be there at least for the co-main event. Yeah. <laughs> oh, his walkout was longer than the damn fight sometimes. Yeah, hell yeah. I remember I used to watch Mike Tyson as a, as when I was a kid. I was young. And I used to get scared. I was like, oh, man. I don't know why, but it was like I would get like a little nervous watching him come out. and He just seemed like this big, bad, menacing like force. You'd be nervous for the other person. I just be nervous in general. I guess it's maybe it's like a mix of like nervous excitement or things oh, like okay, that. Yeah. Come on, like I don't know what's gonna happen, but I think Mike's gonna knock his head off. Yeah. And I remember I, I watched the boxer, Doug, the boxer Douglas, the Buster Douglas fight live. Um, you know, my grandfather ordered it, and it was like that that shining moment. Like, oh my god, he's human. He's a human being. Like he's sitting there fumbling around trying to pick up his mouthpiece and ends up yeah. you know getting counted out. It's like damn. And my grand, granddaddy walking around uh, screaming that it was fixed. <laughs> Anytime Tyson lost, my granddaddy thought it was fixed. Probably was, man. I don't know, man. Tyson wasn't that great of a boxer. He was an athlete. He was a super athlete. He's strong as shit. And strong, yeah. yeah. What made Mike Tyson so great, man? Like, I know he was like, you know, he was strong and powerful, or whatever, but it was something. It was like, you know, how you have some like great athletes or whatever. They have like some aura around it where it's like, these motherfuckers are like invincible. Like, yeah. it's just, you just feel something. Even now, like, when I see him like Caesar's Palace or whatever, it's mm-hmm. like, you still feel it. Like, that's fucking Mike Tyson. It's Mike Tyson. Don't fuck with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might have one left in the tank. <laughs> oh, you know he do. <laughs> Remember a couple years ago, you said you like you can take a punch with Mike Tyson? I will take a punch with Mike Tyson. For sure. For some money. Not for free. <laughs> give, me some, uh, give me some money or like, you know. If it was nah, if it was on video, if it was on, like recorded, I would take a punch with Mike Tyson. If it was recorded Boxing and I had the rights to it, uh, I'll take one either way. I don't, it don't matter. Not from the front, though. You can't give me a jab. <laughs> You can take a hook. Yeah, I have to give me a hook. A hook to the jaw? Yeah, yeah. Just not the front. Make sure you keep your jaw clenched. Don't open your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) You walk around like 50 cent. (laughs) Yeah, I took one, man. Nah, what I think it is is because up to that point, at least I know for me because I was super young, but most people, we didn't see dominance like that. You know, you had all the greats, Mm -hmm. right? Joe Lewis, Muhammad Ali, you know, George Foreman, uh, all, all the greats. But, you know, Floyd Patterson, you know, the list goes on. But it was never like what Mike Tyson did, where he had grown men who box professionally, like obviously scared to death. Way bigger than him, too. In the ring. Like, dude, when he, I, I watched the Larry Holmes fight. He punched Larry Holmes one time, and Larry Holmes had that, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> like you know, well, you, I know you don't have kids, but you know, you, you, you go to spank a kid, you hit him with the belt. And then like they eyes light up, they try to run away from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the fuck Larry Holmes looked like. And then like the whole rest of the fight, he just running, running, running. To his credit, if he stood in there, you know, he tried to swing back, and eventually it was lights out for him. But it's always like watching Mike Tyson fight was like putting a snake into a tank with a rat. Like, it was just a matter of time. That bad, huh? Just a matter of time. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think we lived in like the greatest time of like sports. Like we've gotten all the like the greatest athletes. Well, that's because. This is current. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, I'm sure it's gonna be some super shit coming down. The line I don't know. It'd, it'd be tough. Now. Like in all the sports, I don't think there'll be a receiver better than Jerry Rice. I think he's gonna go down for the next at least 50 years as the greatest receiver of all time until people who are alive who saw him like die off. Like we pass or whatever. Then so like I don't remember who that shit is. Like yeah. I'm sure it was somebody before Jerry Rice. It's gonna be the coldest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know Jordan, uh, fucking. You know, it was every every sport. It's like we've seen like the greatest 
in the last 20 years. Well, anyone who's like in current time, I think, can say that. I'm sure in 1970, they're like, oh, no basketball player can be better than Will Chamberlain or whatever the fuck, whoever the fuck, or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, whoever it was at that time. Think so? Probably. And then Jordan came along. And, I mean, honestly, there can be a legitimate argument that LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. Like legitimately, I, he's a one on one. I'm picking LeBron all day, but the I don't one know about thing, one-on-one. the one one on one, I don't know about one on one. One on one, he's not as good a scorer as Mike is. You like one on one? You don't got to score. You don't got to like have a jumper. You just got to like be dominant. You acting like Mike can't play defense. Uh, I think Bron got like two or three inches on Jordan. You just back him down. Oh, okay, you ever played one on one against somebody who you were like way taller than? I never played one on one against Michael Jordan. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I don't care. I get two inches on. I don't give a shit. No, nah, I think Brian's better than Jordan. One on one, but I think one thing Jordan has is that six and zero. That's the one thing that when, when there's an argument and it's like Brian who's better or whatever, it's like six and zero. It's like I always think in my head like shit. Six I and zero. Say about that. Never got to a game seven. Yeah. In the uh, NBA finals, never got to a game seven. And the cold thing is, Scottie Pippen is running on that coattail. Like he's the one bumping that. Like I don't know what game seven means. Like motherfucker. Yes, like, you do. <laughs> Uh, Portland Trail Blazers, Los Angeles Lakers. You lost that one, buddy. Motherfucker, you lost it five before. <laughs> you got that O. Yeah. I don't know what game yeah. seven. Get the fuck. Like, what did he say that? He's on the jump. Plenty of times. Oh, man. I don't know what game seven. Yeah, oh, like, my God. Like, you didn't play on the Blazers. Nigga, you, there's plenty of times you didn't play. Like, you, like, you went on the Rockets. Yeah, you <laughs> lost with Jordan. <laughs> that was 45. Oh, no, before that. Oh, remember he had the no, migraines? Same year. Remember he had the mic? Jordan almost got his ass kicked off the team. He's like, I can't play because my head hurt. No, I remember that. Oh, you remember that, man? That was like before they won anything. He, uh, Scotty missed, I think it was like, it might have been a game seven, honestly, when I'm thinking about it, uh, in the Eastern Conference playoffs, because he had migraines. Mm. And Jordan was shaking his head looking at him, like during timeouts. <laughs> he used to never tile over his head, like Steph. Guaranteed, Scotty Pippen without Jordan is probably going down below. He's probably like the current time, like Tayshawn Prince. No, that can't be that bad. Without Jordan, if he never met Jordan, never had a Jordan. Never had a Jordan. I think he's Tayshaun Prince. Current he's time, Clay Thompson. Hell nah. Damn. Hell nah. You're really excited about Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson? He's Clay one of the Clay greatest Thompson. shooters of all time. He's Mike, top five. Scotty Pippen, one of the top, best, top what? Top what? One of the best <laughs> players of all time. One of the best? One of the best players of all time. <laughs> that, what does that mean? When somebody <laughs> said, like, like, like top 100, <laughs> man. Come on. You know how many people play in the NBA? You can't have a you can't have a list of 100 NBA players and not include Scotty Pippen. We're talking about without Jordan, though. He still would have been just. He acted like Jordan made him better. Yes, he did. I don't think so. Guaranteed. Jordan helped his success, but he didn't make Scotty Pippen a what better the, player. Where the fuck is Della Badova at? Where's Booby Gibson? Neither one of them played with Jordan. That's LeBron. That's they played with LeBron. That's a whole other conversation. Bro, but what I'm saying is, Pippen did it without Jordan. Pippen had led that Blazers team. That's a pretty good Blazers team. They didn't win shit. They didn't win shit. They got the game seven against the team who eventually won a championship. Tayshaun that counts Prince. for something. He's Tayshaun Prince. That's yeah. not a that's not a sly or a diss. That yeah, is. When Tayshaun Prince left Detroit, what the fuck did he accomplish? Yeah, he fell off. He didn't get a retirement league. Yeah, like he didn't get a, a farewell tour. Man, it was like all of a sudden he wasn't on two K. That's how we found out he retired. Like that's how we found out Tayshaun <laughs> Prince wasn't in the league anymore. <laughs> he ain't getting the ESPN ticker. He ain't getting any of that shit. He might still be in the league. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, let me check. Let me check these motherfuckers still in the league, man. Yeah. He was a free agent. You had to bring him into the team. <laughs> in save the roster. He's in the pool of players. Like, yeah. yeah, that uh, was suck. That was suck. Like to play all those years or whatever, ten plus years, get a championship and all this other shit, and then you just don't get you. You can't retire. Yeah, it's like it's not. It's not a retirement. It's like, well, I'm done. I guess. Like you just say, hey, man, I'm done. I, I didn't get picked up. <laughs> Yeah, the last time was two, the 15-16 Minnesota Timberwolves. I didn't even know he played for the Timberwolves. Yeah, and I thought he was done like 2011. See, he told you he disappeared one day. 
That's t- that's Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. Oh, unfair. Yeah. <laughs> but the same shit with like Charles Barkley and Patrick Ewing. They didn't have like the big farewell shit like we do now. We don't put those on the same level as Scotty Pippen because Scotty Pippen have Jordan. Scotty Pippen got six rings, yeah. Exactly. So we don't put those people on the same level. So Scotty Pippen is riding fucking Jordan. Without Jordan, Scotty Pippen, like I said, it's Tayshawn Prince. Not Tayshawn Prince. That, that, that seems like a like this disrespect, though, man. Tayshawn Prince. Tayshawn Prince got a championship. Yeah, but come on, man. I mean, Tayshawn Prince can't lead a team. Scotty can. Scotty can no, lead a team. No, he can't. Do he? All right, man. We agree, disagree. You disrespected that man. I'm gonna see some Scotty Pippen. Lead a tapes. team. Lead a team to what? He don't first round playoffs. First round of playoffs. No, he took a team to the Western Conference Finals. Okay. That's it's a stacked Lakers squad. Last year, fucking Dame and, 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 and McCollum went to the Western Conference Finals. They got swept. swept. Same shit. No, it's not the same shit. Same fucking team. Pippen took the, the Lakers to game seven. Like, know. come on, man. All right, man. We can move on to Scottie Pippen. <laughs> Scottie Pippen is good, but I'm saying without without Jordan, like we wouldn't be remembering Scottie Pippen. Like he wouldn't have. No, no, you're right about that. Like yeah, we, we wouldn't be thinking about him like being great. Like, oh, this motherfucker was the best defender. Nah, motherfucker. Like they had you, to you worry know, about Jordan. You know what he would be? He'd be Dominique Wilkins. That's what Scotty Pippen would be. No, nah, he wouldn't even have that. Like, he would have that. It would be like, all right, you know, he was a good player, but he didn't win shit. That's what it would have been. He wouldn't, but Dominique Wilkins was like one of the greatest dunkers of all time. Like, Scotty Pippen, what can we say? He's the, one of the greatest defenders. Yeah, but defenders don't get love. Yeah, they don't like get that. no credit. No one talking about Gary Payton anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's probably Sean like. Sean Kemp. He, he would have been a member like Sean Kemp. Nah, Sean Kemp was one of the greatest dunkers. Yeah, dude, come. What the fuck? This is dunker shit. He was better than Sean Kemp. Can we get that? Ooh, I don't know. Nah, I don't know. That's tough. Now you tripping. That's tough. Now you tripping. Comment down below. Was Scotty Pippen better than Sean Kemp? I don't know. <laughs> Who would you pick in their prime? Scotty Pippen. All day. Starting team? Yep. I don't know. Oh, start between those two? All day, Scotty Pippen. Give me that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Straight cash, homie. We'll see. I'll, I'll look at 2K, man. See those historical teams. <laughs> <laughs> see the ratings are. Uh, how you like it so far? You just got it, right? 2K20? Nah, my little cousin, man. Shout out to uh, Kyrie. He, uh, Earth? A couple months. No, no, no. Shout it out to me, man. I've been playing it for a while, man. I, you know, I, I just do five on five, man. I probably play like one game every other day. Oh, one you game change, day, man. Whatever. I remember you used to play yeah. that shit so much, you went over your daddy cat. Bro, just tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you get old, man, it's crazy, man. Like when you when you feel it, like it's just it's like a switch, like an immediate switch where it's like, man, this shit don't make any sense. Yeah, that's how I felt about, I felt like that about sports games maybe three years ago. Maybe four years ago, and I kept fighting and kept buying them, and I would buy them, never play them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just haven't played. I haven't bought a Madden since the first one that came out, like on PS4. And then the last one I bought, had uh, uh, the one I had had uh, Adrian Peterson on it. Damn. Yeah. The last one I purchased that I actually played, like legitimately played, was uh, I think 18 with Tom Brady, and then I bought 19, and I maybe played two games with it, gave it to my son, and I didn't buy 20. It's just kind of like oh, I can't do this yeah, shit anymore. Yeah, I need a story, bro. I can't just be sitting playing fucking fantasy GM. Yeah, I might switch it up, man. Because the only game I play, I, the only game I played this year in the last twelve months is, or since God of War is two K. Like I haven't bought pretty much anything since that. Yeah. So it's like, man, I, video games, man. I don't know, man. It's like a weird, weird thing, man. I'm you gotta be in the mood. Still trying it, to understand them, but yeah, man. I, it's gotta be good for you, right? Hand-eye coordination, keep your brain active. Think so? It's gotta be better than going out and drinking. Physically, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, yeah. Like, <laughs> probably all the way around. I imagine so. Yeah. You know, stay at home, save money. Yeah, I save a lot of money. Poison shit. Yeah, poison. Slowly poisoning like, yourself. Alcohol is so great. It's great. It's a good thing, man. It's, it feel makes you feel good, but it's like legit poison. No, it is. It's some soil shit. Yeah, it's a little bit of poison that makes you feel good. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, right? That's just wild. <laughs> it's crazy that we just allow certain shit to just happen. It's crazy that someone was like, "This is let's sell this shit." Yeah, like, yeah. don't drink too much. Yeah. <laughs> It's a fine line. <laughs> when that room starts spinning, you stop. 
All right. <laughs> Bill still ain't fucking recovered. Fuck it, the world is weird, man. It's, the world is weird in general. Now, the cool thing is, man, the more you start understanding shit and like seeing things differently or whatever, it's like the more shit you see. It's like, damn, how did they trick? How did they trick me into that, dude? I know exactly what you're talking about. Like the other day, I was sitting, I was sitting down somewhere. Can't remember where. I think it was at home. And I'm thinking, like, I'm looking around. I'm taking another drink, man. It's gonna be a long one. Yeah, it's fine. I'm looking around and I'm like, man, everything in this world is made up. Somebody yeah. somewhere just made up this shit. They made up the rules. They made up what I can and can't do. Like all oh, this shit is fake. Like it's just some random ass person was like, "This is what we should do," and enough people were like, "Yeah, I think he's right or she's right," and then boom, now we got society. And it's, it's a nuts. Yeah, and it's a fucking law. And then it's like, <laughs> "Oh man, you're doing some illegal shit." Like who the fuck made the laws? Yeah, who made the laws? Now I gotta go to this made up jail. Like <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> like everything revolves around like money. As soon as motherfuckers can make money off some shit, legal. Yeah. Legal. Yeah. Oh, it can't make... Oh, nah, we ain't doing that. Oh, nah, nah. As soon as you can make... Oh, all right, all right, legal. Yeah. And all these states selling weed now so they can pay their bills. Dog, <laughs> imagine... Like, I was just thinking about it, man. Imagine being in jail off some weed shit and now all these motherfuckers who you was buying weed from or like you were, you know, in cahoots with or whatever, now these motherfuckers rich off doing the same shit that you in jail for. Yeah, that's terrible. The people put you in jail now making money off the shit they put you in jail for. That shit is ridiculous. That shit is wild. It's a cruel irony. That shit is that, like I would make a motherfucker go crazy. Like I would be in jail legit, like going crazy if I was in that situation. Like if I was looking at like like major time, like if it was like a year, two years, or whatever, I'd you know do that shit or whatever. But if it was like some big shit, twenty years, twenty five years or some shit, my third strike and I'm in jail for life over marijuana. Now these motherfuckers is rich off of shit, bro. I'd be going crazy. You acting like you a hardened like convict or some shit. If it was a major, no, one two years, I ain't tripping. But if it was a major time, nigga. Two days is major time. I won't be in jail. Like I gotta sleep there. You can't. You can't X yourself out over a fucking year though. No, I'm just saying, bro. Like a year in jail. You gotta take. You gotta yeah, take, don't, don't act like you wouldn't be stressing about that shit. No, no, hell yeah, I'll be stressing about it. But I'm saying, like, I would be thinking, like, I just gotta do this shit. Like anything over ten years is like mm-hmm. over ten, man. Anything over a month. Like you gonna end yourself? Not not kill myself. That's what I'm saying. Not gonna kill myself. Well, I mean, stress is stress, man. I don't, like I'm honestly, man. I've been stressed out. My fucking entire life when I look back on it or whatever. But, like, when I'm saying, like, going in jail and, like, really thinking about, like, life. Like, can I really do this shit? Like, anything over under 10 years, it's like, I can do that shit. You ever been in jail? Nah. Me either. But everybody know who's been in jail. A day is too much. Who's <laughs> been there over the weekend, they be stressing. To me, man, I think I'm, 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 everything in life, man, I think I've been, like, you put it in front of me, I'll handle it. Like whatever, like whatever issue, whatever I handle it, man. I knock it out. But I know in my head, man. I know like anything. Eleven years, <laughs> ten years, and how many months? Nope. <laughs> Hell, I'm gonna be how old? Nah, fuck so my life is gonna be over. Nah, I'm I cool. can't even get a job at Target. Yeah, no, <laughs> fuck. I'm man. cool. I'm cool. Yeah, uh, but it's like I don't know, man. It's like it's that shit is a wild thing, man. When you think about it, and then motherfuckers is making they're making money off you. Yeah, like yeah. when you really think about it, like they're. Like, I'm in jail. I'm working for pennies. Yep. And these motherfuckers are getting tax benefits, credits, all this other shit or whatever. Imagine if you're in a private prison. That shit's nasty. And they profit off every inmate that's in there. And then those same people who profit off the prisons contribute to uh, politicians Mm -hmm. who can help make laws. And they're best friends with the judges who put people in jail to these fucking prisons. It's a crazy-ass fucking cycle. That shit's nasty. That shit's nasty, bro. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Like, the more you think about it, man, it's like just... we're We're really in the matrix. Nah, I wouldn't call it the Matrix. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs> you say it's kind of fucked up. You say what? It's fucked up. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fucked up. But I mean, 
Yeah, I don't know, man. It's crazy. It's 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 almost like scary. And there's no other game, right? Because I mean, life's a game. Let's call it. It is what it is. There's no other game where one of the participants gets to make up the rules. Yeah. Like, if you think about that, like, all right, all right, let me, let me make up these rules, and I'm going to make up all the rules that weigh in my favor. Everybody would have a fucking revolt. Like, there, yeah. there wouldn't even be, the game wouldn't even start. Everybody's like, hell no, nah, you can make all the rules in your favor, da 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 That's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what the fuck America is. No, the cool thing is, like, these motherfuckers who made the laws, when they motherfuckers tried to, like, switch things around or whatever, they got statues. Like, yeah. all right, we did some wrong shit. Like, all right, yeah, we don't want this shit to do anymore or whatever, blah, 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 but... Let's put a statue up of these motherfuckers just to remind them of how uh, this person did some great things too. I mean, we have slave owners on our money. That's what I'm saying. It's a constant. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> like not not Lee Harvey Oswald, but what was the other dude? The big uh, Confederate leader or whatever who has General Lee. Yeah, Lee. Yeah, motherfucker got a statue. Yeah, and they, they they refuse to take that shit down. Dog, this shit is nasty, dude. They people go around talking about the South rise again. You know what that shit actually means? Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on. Like, what the fuck. That shit crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's all bad, man. But I mean, I kind of want to bring this back to basketball since we were talking about it later. What do you think about these Lakers, man? And LeBron James. We haven't talked about LeBron in a solid six months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he's gonna win it all. They win it all. You for think sure. they win it all? KD fucked LeBron to the maximum level. Yeah, maximum level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you really think about it, like if if KD would have never went to the fucking Warriors, LeBron, if KD was on the Warriors for three. LeBron had at least five rings. Right now he'd be going, he'd be like Jordan esque right now. He have at least five rings. Yeah, at, at least. this point. Yeah, because he had three right now. Two, he would have split at least. At least he'd be going for five right now. This man, year, this year. Nah, man, I I think that Cavaliers team. The only way Golden State would have beat them was that first year when they were decimated. Like, yeah, quite yeah, frankly, you're you saying know. if he stayed on in Cleveland, yeah, for sure. For no, because sure. remember they played them, they beat them mm-hmm. um, without Kevin Love. Right, they Kyrie played them again. You know, got fucking mollywopped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that that the, the Golden State team, I mean it was good, it was a good regular season team, but without KD, I think Brown would have gotten him. He was a, I think he was enough to stem the tide. Yeah. KD I, was just like a fucking walking bucket. I, you can't I, do shit with that. I think he leaves Cleveland regardless. So I think he gets one more with Cleveland. So he's going he has four definitely. He's going for five this year. And I think Brown probably has three more years left in his in his in the tank, so he probably ends up with seven if KD never goes to Golden State. You know what's crazy? I think if KD never goes to Golden State. Bron wins in Cleveland. Bron goes to LA. I think KD goes to LA. That's what I think. KD's like, I ain't, I ain't got shit down here with Russ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it helped KD's like career zero. <laughs> like motherfucker, yeah. he got two rings. You do you really no remember one that, that shit. Do you remember that he has two rings? He's not even in the conversation of the greatest like players now. Nah. Which no. is crazy. But he's not even in there. He's not even in that conversation. It's nuts. No, he'd have to come back and probably do some wild shit to be in that conversation. But he tore his Achilles, so he probably has. He's probably like, like eighteen months out of being that great again. That Brooklyn team is gonna be a disappointment because sure. everyone's gonna think when KD comes back, they're gonna fucking run Change. through. No, he's gonna be a year. He, he ain't gonna come back first year back and just be KD. And Kyrie only gonna play like fifty games. That motherfucker hurt so much, man. Yeah, he does so much. Yeah. So, so Bron and the Brow, best duo in the NBA. Uh, best duo currently. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking forever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I put him on top five of all time, but yeah, currently, yeah, for sure. I don't think it's a question. The only other duo that I can think of right now that would even come close to them is uh, James Harden and uh, Russell Westbrook. But they don't. Are you compl- serious? They don't compliment each other. Well. Nah, I mean, they're, they're two great. They're two MVPs. They're better when they, one of the others off the court. That's the, I saw like the stats. Like the, the team performs better when one of them is not on the court. 
Like, I, like James Harden is just as good as LeBron, and he's just as no, good he's not. as not. Well, not. I mean, he's in the same category. And Russell Westbrook it's a big is in the ass same, category, and he's in the same. And Russell Westbrook is in that same category as well. It's a really big ass. They don't category. complement each other well. That's the problem. They're like similar players. Yeah, they both need like the ball. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like they they're great players individually, but together, man, they they fuck themselves. They'll probably sell a lot of like tickets, but I don't think these motherfuckers go deep in the playoffs. It was a panic move, just like CP3 was a panic move. They gave CP3 all that money. Yeah, you know, it's oh, like yeah, he went. No, no one else is gonna get that man all that money. Like, y'all tripping? Y'all tripping? You just praying, hoping. Yeah, y'all gave him all that money after he pulled his hamstring in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, like, <laughs> what the fuck? KD, like, I think, I think fucking Chris Paul has benefited from getting injured in like the most inopportune time. Yeah, because people think, oh man, if he was healthy. He, like the same, the shit happened what once or twice in Houston. No, uh, once in Houston. Once it happened in fucking uh, in L.A. For sure. It happened in L.A. Yeah, yeah. yeah. happened in So LA. it's like, damn, this motherfucker, if he wasn't hurt, they definitely was. I think he benefited off that shit more than the average person. I think Doc Rivers benefited off that shit, too. Because Probably. people think yeah, Doc yeah, is yeah. great. If you if you think about what Doc Rivers has done, he won one championship with a loaded-ass Celtics team. He had that, that Clippers team for a while. They didn't get past, what, second round of the playoffs? Nope. Never made past second round of playoffs, nope. right? Still hadn't won shit. They just, tonight, they just got blown out by the Milwaukee Bucks with, with uh, Paul uh, George and Kawhi yeah. on the on the fucking court. Is he really that good of a coach? The Bucks. I, I'm not gonna give him any. Uh, no, he have, they got blown out. They lost by like thirty. Well, yeah, Giannis yeah. is that dude. Thirty? I mean, I want thirty. He's like twenty. But come on, man. You got Kawhi, the best player in the NBA. Everybody saying nobody says that. The, everybody talking about how good he is, and and he's super rested because the motherfucker used all his FMLA so far. And you got Paul George, who got two new brand new shoulders. <laughs> Remember, he's like, "Oh, I feel great now." In the league, in the league. And oh, this team took the Warriors to Game Six without uh, Kawhi and Paul George, so you know they're gonna cause damage now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they shouldn't lose by more than seven. They shouldn't lose at all ever. <laughs> like the way they're building this fucking team. Yeah, huh? yeah. It's just like, I, look, much respect to Doc. I like what Doc represents and all this other shit. His personal life this is his personal life, but I don't think he's that great of a coach. Like you can't get your you you have Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, and Chris Paul. And you couldn't get that team past the second round of the playoffs. You were up 3 1 in the Houston Rockets and lost. You think it's easier to coach a trash team or a good team? Like good a team, team with, good, with like good players? A uh, good team. It's harder to coach a good Definitely team? Definitely easier to coach a good team. It's easier. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Look More at Luke pressure, Walton. Though. Look at Luke Walton. He was killing it when he had them. He's coaching the Golden State Warriors. I mean, in, in crunch time. In crunch time? What was that? After, yeah. I think, after, like, if you have a great team, if you have a team with LeBron, you have a team with Kawhi, you have a team with, like, great players, I think there's a lot of fucking expectations. And it's like, I think that'll fuck you up. That has to do shit with coaching. Because as long as you have the respect of the team and they buy into whatever the system is, it's going to be much easier to coach them than the New York Knicks. When do you fire Doc Rivers? Doc Rivers. Oh, he won't get fired. But when do I fire him? Yeah. How many years does, does if he we have get, with if this we, team? Because Kawhi and Paul George both have three years left, right? Mm-hmm. If we get to the end of the three years and we have zero championships, bro, you got to go. You giving him three years? Yeah. I'm, you're not firing him in the middle. You give him two years. So if they, if they don't win after two, if if they, I don't think they're going to win this year because fucking LeBron and and KD they're clicking on fucking all devices or all cylinders or whatever. But next year, the chemistry should be great. The chemistry should be there. At if you don't win next year, it's over. Double. You it's just over. said that LeBron and, and AD are top five duels of all time. Like they're still going to be there in LA, buddy. Yeah, but I think LeBron. They, I think LeBron is so great. He's great right now, but I think it's going to be a point where he drops off. Tremendously, or he's gonna have one of those bad injuries where it's like he has to sit out a whole year or the half of the, half a season or whatever, where it opens it up for another team. And I, mean, I think the Clippers are right there. You, you acting like the Lakers aren't gonna add somebody else. You know they're gonna add somebody else. 
you know they're going to add somebody else. What you mean? So if the Lakers do well this year, which it looks like they're doing well, next year you have free agents looking around. You have people on teams like, yo, man, I need to get the fuck out of here. Let mm-hmm. me see what LA look like. Yeah, because cool. take that minimum. Yeah, hell yeah. And if watch, watch what happens with Melo. Just watch, <laughs> bro. <Bron>, Melo balling. <laughs> he gonna text Genie Bus. <laughs> you think Melo got something in the tank after this year? Yeah, uh, he had. Well, the thing is, Melo has to be willing to come off the bench. He can't start on that team. Yeah, hell no. He ain't starting <laughs> at all. Oh, Kuzma? He ain't start. He ain't starting on that team. Danny Green. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm Carmelo. Sit your ass down. You want this ring or not? <laughs> you ain't hoodie metal, nigga. Like, shit, man. This ain't 2013. Yeah, get that bobblehead over. <laughs> uh, I fuck with Melo, though. I'm yeah, not man, who, who doesn't fuck with Melo? Yeah, yeah. yeah, especially after the league kind of shit on him. Yeah. You know, making fun of him, saying he can't, he doesn't have it anymore. And everyone likes a good comeback story. Always. Shout out to Melo. Shout out to Melo. But, I mean, this NBA season is going to be interesting, man. I'm, I'm surprised that the Lakers are doing as well as they're doing, you know. You're hey, surprised? I'm surprised, yeah. How? Dude, I've been... You know I'm a Lakers fan. Yeah? I've been disappointed for the last 10 years. No, no, no. That was before LeBron, though. The last... He was there last year. I was disappointed. He was hurt. He was hurt a lot. Oh. And then the second best player was Rondo. Not in the last 10 years. I think we won 2009. So I've been disappointed for at least the last eight years. So it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just sure. it's just hard to get excited because you don't want to get too excited, and then all of a sudden shit goes south. Yeah, I drop off. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah, man. You see your boy Russell Simmons? Fuck Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> Such harsh words. Who explains to people why you're so upset over Oprah Winfrey? I'm not gonna be able to explain it well, but <laughs> Oprah's involved with some documentary where the accuser of some sexual misconduct. Involving Russell Simmons is coming to light, and she's pretty much involved. She's going to be producing it, or she's going to be involved with basically helping the accuser come out with a, a fucking surviving Russell Simmons movie or documentary about all the shit that he did, rape her, whatever, blah 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 blah. But fuck over. Why are you so mad, man? What, I mean, what if this shit really happened? I don't care. You still mad about the MJ shit though, huh? Bro, <laughs> she fucking up the culture. She's fucking up the culture for sure. Like Oprah, she's been involved with tearing down Michael Jackson without any evidence. Who are you First, talking about? That's all kind of it's witness testimony. It, all right, I, I'm a firm believer of if somebody accuses somebody of something, they should be able to be cross examined. Michael Jackson is dead. Okay, this motherfucker can't defend himself. So, what do you mean so? So doesn't mean you can't tell the stories anymore because Michael Jackson did. When is one story like one side a one sided story like like verified? Like when is that like the end all be all? Like you got to be able to like be able to like give some type of rebuttal. Like the motherfuckers dead. Are you new to the world? True, <laughs> but I'm just saying Michael Jackson is on the level where we should motherfucker be able to like before we throw him away, like <laughs> throw him away, like, cancel Michael Jackson. Yeah, we can't. How can we cancel a dead dude? He and did. Michael Jackson pull his music off Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> like what the fuck, Michael Jackson? <laughs> and she's involved with that shit off top. Like that shit was horrible. That, that left a bad taste in my mouth. Is it is it hurt because she's black? Does it hurt? Is, is it like a like an extra like twist because she's black? It definitely adds a little bit to it. Mm-hmm. And then she was involved with fucking her. What's her best friend name? Gail. Gail. Yeah. She was doing the shit with R. Kelly. She had to interview the most oh, viral shit. That, yeah. She was involved with that shit. Yeah. Pretty. I'm sure. And then she doing this shit with Russell Simmons. Yeah. Uh, this Harvey Weinstein. Who's the dude who died in jail who hung himself? What's oh, the motherfucker uh, name? Oh, uh, Jerry Epstein. Epstein. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it was Jerry or Jeff. It's Whatever. Epstein. Epstein. We know Epstein. Epstein, yeah, for sure. Epstein didn't kill himself. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> even if he didn't kill himself. Like, the motherfucker signed yes, a contract. he did not kill himself. It, it, even still, motherfucker signed a contract <laughs> with the fucking government saying, like, all right, we know you did all this shit. Yeah. But as long as you help us with this shit, we'll forget about all the other shit. Yeah, that's how the law works. Bro, this motherfucker, like, he, we, we're no, we, know that he, we know that he did some foul shit. Oprah ain't bringing no fucking surviving Epstein. Maybe she doesn't have... No, nah, fuck that. The, she's Oprah. She's Oprah. Motherfucker, she's Oprah. <laughs> he doesn't have surviving Epstein. First of all, Epstein is much more recent than Russell Simmons. Fuck that. So perhaps she's trying to, you know, get some survivors or some shit. Maybe try to find someone to talk to and, okay. you know, bring them to light. Maybe We don't know what she's doing. Surviving? But she probably shouldn't fuck with Epstein. Because that's some high-level shit, I think. Leaving Neverland. Motherf- the motherfucker's dead. It was a four-hour documentary. And Michael Jackson is that dead. That was gross. And Michael Jackson is dead. Yeah, but he looked at little kids' booty holes. They How do we know that? Well, they said so. Who is they? The 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 adults whose booty holes were looked at. Bro, if you... <laughs> all right, I'm not going to... Like, all right, I'm, I've been drinking a little bit. Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> you 35, 40. Yeah. Like, get, get over that shit. <laughs> get over getting molested? He's dead. <laughs> Like he died early. He didn't die of old age. Motherfucker died. He died of a, a bad situation. Yeah. Like that's your. That's how you like. All right, motherfucker. He didn't go out the way he wanted to go out. Mm-hmm. Like you got to be able to like understand like. And what's what's the use of like doing all this shit now? It's a money grab. Definitely. Oh yeah, I mean part of it. Yeah, part of it. Yeah. Which, like ninety five percent of it. But dog, money wait, grab. I mean, how I think about it, if I'm sitting here and some dude molested me and everyone's talking about how he how great he He's is dead, and though. idolized, I don't give a fuck. They idolize him and all this shit. I'd be upset too. Like, nah, man. Let me let y'all know who this motherfucker really is. I would. Do, I, I, I get it. Nah, I get it. You gotta, you gotta get that shit out. And two, it takes courage to put yourself out there like that because you know you'll get criticized. You know people are gonna start fucking questioning you, and you know people are gonna say you lying. Cool. They can do that. I'm cool with them. Oprah don't gotta be <laughs> that shit. <laughs> well, Oprah giving them the platform. No, I respect that. that. No, hell no. Nah. What? Oprah? What? She's a bully. Oh, please explain how Oprah's a bully. She's a billionaire. Okay. Billionaire starts with a B. Mm-hmm. Bully starts with a B. That's your connection? Bully. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's... That's a she's, weak she's, argument, bro. No, no, no. But she's at the top of the level. Like, when you think about entertainment, when you think about, like, reporting news, like, like good people in the world or whatever, you think of Oprah. Yeah. Like, she's the top, like, black woman in the fucking world. Yeah. Why does she even have to be connected with some people accusing Michael Jackson of doing some shit? She doesn't even have to be involved with that shit. Like... It's not a money grab because they're not going to provide her with a situation to be able to change her life. What else is it? Like, why do you even need that shit? Maybe she wants the truth out there. All right. So Maybe why she not? All right, cool. Cool. If she does that, why she, didn't she do a fucking uh, uh, leaving Epstein or or uh, Harvey Wein or was Harvey Harvey Weinstein? Harvey Weinstein. How, How she know do? she got something in the works? All right. All I know is the last three, <laughs> last three strikes were Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> fucking R. Kelly and now she do a Russell Simmons <laughs> well all I know is a number of black folks <laughs> all I know is what she giving me that's all I know well alright so we when Oprah started out when she was in Chicago okay you know she was in the black community you know like a, like a beacon for the black community but let's not act like Oprah's audience didn't get real light true like on the second half of her career true you know, we're too forgiving. What do you mean we're too forgiving? We're too accepting. See, I'm I'm okay with calling other people out on their bullshit, black, white, purple, or whatever. I think that makes us stronger or better as a people. 
you know, because she loses credibility if she knows about this shit and she downplays you. I don't want to talk about her or some shit like that. Like that, I mean, that's not right. But if you know something, you have the the means to to, to bring it to light. And I look at it as more as a um, like a women's rights issue, more so than anything. Because oftentimes, you know, in our in in especially in America, shit around the world, you know, let's not shortchange it. Women women's voices have been muted and they've been ignored and they've been made, you know, like pushed aside. And I can understand the frustration of the of women, especially being a black man. I understand being your voice being muted and, and pushed aside. Like I get it. And there is no person on earth that has it worse than a black woman. I'm, I'm just being hundred percent honest. Like well, when, uh, a black man. Black no, man no, 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 no. Black women. Because if, if black man, you at least get the, well, he's a dude. So maybe he know what he's talking about. But when you're a black woman, you come on. When you're a woman, when you're a woman, one, you got a bunch of dudes and don't think you know what the fuck you're talking about. You throw black on top of that. Now they think you're stupid. I don't know. I think black women are most educated, like beings on earth. I, it, I'm not saying I, what I'm saying is not based in like actuality. I'm talking about perception. in perception. Okay. I think you are perceived probably the lowest rung on the fucking okay. ladder right. is a black woman. Okay. That's what I think in, 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 in the U.S. society. I'm not saying. I want to be very clear that I'm not saying black women fall at the very bottom. What I'm saying is they're perceived to be at the I got bottom. You. I, yeah, I agree. Okay. Just to make sure so I don't get fucking hate mail. You get any mail? I get mail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the day I give like I get a letter with some cut up fucking magazine letters, I've made it. Man, I'd be nervous shit. Nervous? What you mean? God, you, a psychopath is after you. Okay. We put ourselves out there with social media. Like you think, you think all these motherfuckers, these thousand, two, three, four, five thousand fucking followers you got on Instagram and Facebook, and all these motherfuckers is regular. I just want, you know, I just want to be walking through a hotel with a noose around my neck because I just want to get a sandwich. I don't want that to happen to me. <laughs> I want to be able to go get a subway sandwich at two o'clock in the morning in Chicago in October in peace. Juicy Smollett. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, fuck so, over. Yeah, so you're not fucking with Oprah, huh? Fuck over, bro. She's yeah, done. She's Oprah. done, bro. Oprah always always doing some foul shit though. You, always. You remember when she did that shit where she would take kids from like the Illinois suburbs and bring them to inner city Chicago to show like the, those kids would how the inner city schools were like, and it was just I think unintentionally funny. Yeah. Because, because kid, the white kids walking around like, oh my god, y'all don't have an Olympic pool? Where's the coffee <laughs> bar at? It was just it was so fucked up. Bro, Oprah is too rich and too famous to not have kids. She has to have something wrong with her. She, what do you mean she has to have something wrong with her? Like biologically? No, no, no. Like mentally. What do you mean? Why? What, she's never been married. She doesn't have kids. But she got a billion in the bank. Mm. Like, I know people. I know people who on Tinder six months they get married. Well, maybe well, Oprah's, shit. Oprah's like, man, fuck that. I ain't get married to Stedman because if shit go wrong, he can have. Now Stedman proposed to her, right? Weren't they engaged in like nineteen ninety something? She said no. Um, yeah, they like they didn't get married because she thinking a half. Fuck, she you watching had, Eddie Murphy you Raw. Got billions of dollars. She, I don't give a shit. You got billions of dollars. You want half a billion? All right, sign a fucking prenup. Stedman ain't gonna sign that prenup. Why? Yeah, he would. Why would he sign a prenup? Why wouldn't he? Because he not dumb. They ain't married now anyway. Well, at least he living in that guest house. He was still living together. He would live in the main house if he was married to her <laughs> with the prenup. <laughs> My theory is her and Gail be fucking around. Probably that's my theory. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they kissed. They did, did something. <laughs> At least I'm sure like, that Whitney Houston. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Bro, Oprah. She's I, like you I can't used, cancel Oprah. Man. No, I'm not canceling her. I don't. I don't believe in all that. But I'm saying like she definitely is like showing herself to like like not be 
who we all believe she would like we like it was like years ago where I was thinking like Oprah should probably run for president. She'd probably be the savior of the world. Like she's able to like break all barriers. But now, nah, I don't want to run. She probably worse than Trump. Nah, man. Look, you should be able to call black people out on their shit. Like Russell, we are glossing over the fact that Russell Simmons has possibly raped seventeen different women. True. All right, I agree with that. All right, if that happened. Russell Simmons should not be idolized. He shouldn't be on television. None of that shit should happen. So if this has some any kind of veracity to it, then yeah, I, I right. want to know. All right. So I'm I'm a big guy on numbers and like percentages. Okay. When you talk about minorities, there's only a certain motherfuckers who got a hundred million dollars. I think Russell Simmons is probably one of those. One of the fifty. You said people. probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably I'm definitely, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like for you to take him out, for you to take out R. Kelly, for you to take out Michael Jackson, like the percentages is like, all right, man, you take a lot of like fucking leaders out. No, they took the themselves community. out. Nah, fuck that. There's been a lot of other people in other other situations who you could like bring the light. Like we know we like it's clear day. It's clear day. Like just bring these other motherfuckers out. How mad would you be if she were a documentary about all the women that Martin Luther King fucked? <laughs> <laughs> How upset would you be if all the women Martin Luther King fucked while he was out marching and protesting and all this shit? His wife at home taking care of the babies. How upset would you be? They gave him a platform, <laughs> like all the old like ones. some ninety-five year old woman yeah. comes up there. <laughs> Oprah will be done, dude. Like I know Oprah's done a lot of great stuff. She's probably helped out and blah blah blah, million billionaire blah blah. I know she's done a lot of good shit, but I think she's I think she's one of those plugged into the matrix. I think she's plugged in. Explain this shit to me. This is the second time you brought up the Matrix. So when you say she's plugged into the Matrix, what are you talking about? She's plugged into the system where I don't think she really sees what's really happening. Oh, she's too far up. Yeah. Yeah, when you're so high up, you can't see what's going on on the ground. And I think she's being controlled. Like, oh, we got her. Like, all right, we're going to... Like, she's high up. She probably has freedom or whatever. She can think she can do whatever she wants. But I think she still is like... I don't know, man. I think she's so rich and so powerful where she's stuck... In her own image, where she has to do like the right thing in her mind, but I think that shit is clouded. And it's like, motherfucker, if I had a billion dollars, if I had two billion, whatever, however many she had, bro, I'm not doing any of these motherfucking documentaries. I'm not doing any of this shit. She's probably fucking bored. Man, let me do something. Shit. She would do this shit? Russell Simmons? That's a bully, a bully move. No, no. Russell Simmons is a bully by raping women, if it's true. If it's true. Yeah, we don't even know if it's true or not. We're going to find out when the documentary comes out. The documentary don't prove shit. Well, we, at least we have some like we that's can, a voice. We can judge the credibility. Nah, fuck that. You remember back in the day when it was? Uh, I, I just recently watched a documentary on. Uh, you remember Chingy? Yeah, I remember Chingy. Chingy, and there was a, a, a transsexual uh, Sydney Star. Okay, and she came transgender, out. Transgender, I think. It's the term transgender. All right, my bad. Whatever. <laughs> she came out and said that she had a relationship or whatever with uh, Chingy. Okay. At the time, or whatever. So it was a big thing. This is like ten years ago, where it's like the whole transgender, transsexual, whatever was like a new thing, or whatever. So it was like taboo. Like, oh man, you did what? Blah 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 blah. This motherfucker came out and said he lost deals, his rap career ended, and some other shit or whatever. And like people stopped fucking with. Him. Like I honestly, like I was like chinky, like you fucking with. Like what are you doing, dude? Like what? what it was just a weird situation. Like mm-hmm. he was around a whole bunch of drama. Years later, whatever, uh, Sydney Starr came out saying, like, all that shit was a lie. Like, I just took a picture with him. Like, I didn't really know who he was. I was just trying to get on. Just all clout. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker lost his career because of that shit. Well, he lost his career because he wasn't that dope. Nah. He was on fire no, at that time. Yeah. Maybe not on fire, but he was, he would have, he was at the mode, like, what was right there or whatever. Yeah. Like, he was in the midst Ooh. of that. 
That's why she went after him because he was like a popular, like influential, like rapper in the game. That's why she went after him. And she said she was like, I just wanted some cloud. I just wanted to get on. So she went after him. This motherfucker lost a deal. His career, like you ain't heard shit from like Chingy since then. Yeah, but Chingy, that that next album was dope. That shit already came back. Like no, no, you know how that shit works. Look at MJ. MJ. MJ has. All these allegations out against him, but he makes music that people love. So, you, so people ignore it and try to be like, oh no, they got to be lying. Because I think what it is is people don't want to think that they really like something produced by a pedophile. That's what I think it is. That's why I think people are saying, oh, man, I don't believe these folks because they can't reconcile the fact that this person is gross. But at the same time, I like some of the shit that he does. No, I, I, no, I, I, everybody's fucked up, but I can't compare Chingy to Michael Jackson. <laughs> exactly. That's, so, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. Like, it's. Shit, Eddie Murphy got accused, got accused of not, having sex with a trans, uh, transgender. Yeah, but. But not, every, everybody clamored for Eddie Murphy. True, Why? True. Because top of the game. Yeah, because Eddie Murphy and Michael Jackson are in the similar category. Top of, of the game, the best. right? Chingy wasn't on that category. He wasn't on that, that plateau. You just right, said that he was so level. influential. He was. No, who? Chingy. He was popular at the time, but he wasn't Michael Jackson. If he dropped another dope-ass album, him having sex with a, with a transgender wouldn't have mattered any goddamn way. If he that. dropped another dope-ass album. That's what I'm saying. Know. But he he's Chingy. He would have flamed out anyway. Like Nothing about Chingy made you think he was going to be there All right, in five true, years. True, true, true. All right, I give you that. I give you that. But I'm saying, like, still, those whole accusations, to me, like, I never, like, really went into the media shit or whatever. But it left a, a, a stain with Chingy's fucking name. Like every time Chink would pop up, it'd be like, oh, I don't know. I, I honestly, I never even fucking heard of that. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Chink was just whack. I don't know, man. It's fucked up. Yeah, I don't think it's fucked up. If it's true, it's not fucked up. No, true. If it's true, it's not fucked up, but it wasn't true. I'm talking about Russell Simmons. We don't know if it's true. Anybody can come out and say some shit. What I'm saying is the whole Sydney Star shit, saying, you know, the accusations of him doing or whatever she did or whatever, like, that came out to be a lie, but it already ruined, tarnished. Completely canceled his career. The same shit can go on with the Russell Simmons shit. Like so many, like Russell Simmons is way more influential than Chinky. So is it a rush card? The predatory card for <laughs> black folks? No, because he's fucking created Def Jam, which is one of the the most popular record labels in fucking hip hop history. Okay. A lot of people. I'm sure okay. he's a target. I'm sure he's a target. Okay. I'm sure he was a target back then. I'm sure all the shit that's coming out is not some recent shit. I'm sure a bunch of people are targets though, right? But we aren't having all these allegations against. Puff Daddy against Jay Z against Nas. No, we are. No, 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 no. We're not having all these allegations like, oh, 17 women came. They all can't be lying, bro. So you, got, you think 17 people got together was like, oh, we're going to do this shit to break down Russell They Simmons. would. Get the fuck out of here. It's not like, right. No. When did, when did Foxy Brown come on and start fucking with Jay Z? She when was like 16 Foxy or 17. Brown come on? Jay Z. <laughs> it was some fucking shit. The whole Rockefeller shit. A lot of shit was like Dame, like, says, I was watching an interview or whatever with Dame Dash. Well, Dame Dash hates Jay Z. Whoever he says, you gotta take it with a grain of salt. And Dame Dash got upset at a black attorney for asking him questions in a deposition. You don't fuck with Dame Dash. No, I don't fuck with Dame Dash. Dame Dash is fucking crazy. I respected Dame Dash until he started talking. And then. <laughs> When he, he says dumbass shit like, uh, how do you feel when your boss come in the room and your kid there? Like, when he, when he was on the breakfast that's club. That's real shit. Nah, man, that's some, like, like, he trying to sun DJ Envy. Like, dude, yes. bro, what are you doing? Like, first of all, calm down, Dame. And then he gets mad at the time. He, he called the attorney like a sellout, Uncle Tom, some shit, because the attorney's just doing his job. Like, bro, Dame, I get it. You had a fucking empire. You fucked it all off because you didn't want to give a man his masters, his album that he made. And now you trying to you know sell T-shirts and trying to stay relevant. So I get why he's upset, 
But at the same time, I don't fuck with Dame Dash because he gets mad when anyone says something negative about him. It's like he can't understand or, or recognize that he has flaws or faults. Like, I, I can't fuck with you like that. Bro, you're not an adult. But I respect that. You got You respect that? No, I respect somebody somebody who has the 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 resume as, you know, someone with as Damon Dad. Like I feel like they get more leeway. They have more of a, a leash than somebody who hasn't done shit. But you don't like, put someone down that hasn't accomplished as much as you. You don't do that. Why would the fuck would you do that? Why not? Because that's an asshole move. Put somebody down. What do you mean put somebody down? So like he, like the shit he did on Breakfast Club when he was trying to sun DJ Envy because Envy had the nerve to ask him. somebody is not putting him down though. Do you understand what sonning means? Yeah. Like, like you might, you might calm down, get in your place. I'm your, I'm your daddy in this situation. That's, but if that's true, that's, that's not true. putting somebody down. Now, come on, but listen, if you're if you're truly successful, okay, and you've truly made it, you don't put other people down who haven't reached the levels that you've reached. You don't you, put you, them down. You, like what? What do you mean? Like you like, say shit to insult them, insult you, them, and what, like what did you say to insult DJ Envy? Well, he obviously tried to make a point that he's in a better position than DJ Envy. He tried to say this is what essentially what he implied, and we're going back a long time ago. But this is what he implied. He implied that his kids, Dame Dash, respect him more than DJ Envy's kids respect DJ Envy. That's a, that's a, essentially what he was saying. He was like, "You ain't even a fucking superhero for your kids." Like, hold on, bro. You don't fucking know. First of all, you don't know what my kids think about me. And second, who the fuck brings that up? Who who sits there and is like, "You disappointing your kids?" What the? Fuck? I mean, what the I, I, I don't know what he said like this point, but I think that's real shit. Like, I think you would want your kids to see you in a, a situation where you don't have to like. Hey, can I take this restroom? Can my kids come to work? Like, I think I respect somebody who's like, nah, fuck that. My kid's coming. Okay, but here's the point, bro. You ain't got to fucking tell people who don't have it like that. Who ain't got the fucking clout like that. Bro, that's like walking in. That's like you nah, owning a business. That's like you owning a business and walking into your employees and telling them, y'all motherfuckers work for someone. Y'all suckers. See, that's the problem, man. I think a lot of people, man, a lot of people are like real sensitive and like just sugarcoat shit. I think Dame Dash is the extreme of that. Like, he doesn't sugarcoat shit. Sometimes I think he should, but I think he says a lot of real shit. Like you, it, I think it inspires people like thinking some shit because after the whole interview, the whole Breakfast Club interview yeah. or whatever, like DJ Envy, you could tell it was like, all right, yeah, I, I, I do want some ownership. I do want my own shit. I do want this or whatever. Because if DJ Envy was so confident in his situation, he wouldn't have been so. If you're confident or whatever, you're not gonna let somebody who's talking shit or whatever to you gonna like unravel you or make you feel like you know I forget the word or whatever. But it's they're not gonna put you make you. Like talk you outside of your character, bro. You act like you tell this motherfucker was like you. You act like envy about that shit. Envy ain't about that shit. Look, I love the Breakfast Club. I love everybody on there, but I know who about that shit and who not about that shit. What do you say? What do you mean about that shit? Well, envy strikes me as the type of person where if there's confrontation, he backs down. That's 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 what he strikes me at. And if you call that shit out, how are you to back up? No, I'm not calling that out. I'm not calling that part out. What I'm calling so what I'm saying is, if Dane really want to tell him it's about ownership and all this other shit, you do that shit in a different manner. You don't fucking talk about how someone's kids don't respect that person because they don't own some shit. Like, come on, man. Like, well, I, don't, you, I don't remember that. You, you that's exactly, that's what he said. He said, oh, what do you, what do you feel like, or you know, what do your kids look like when your boss comes in the room? Like, yeah. you, remember, you remember that shit? Yeah. Like, you can big up yourself without putting down somebody else. That's, that's the problem down. I have with fucking. Dane Dash. He has to put other motherfuckers down to make himself feel better. Like, fuck, that, that's whack shit to me. But sometimes you have to give yourself credit, man. If you've done a whole <laughs> bunch of shit or whatever and people don't respect you or they don't, like, signify, or they don't give you the credit you deserve, you have to, like, you. sometimes you have to do that shit. No, 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 no. You can say, look, I did this, 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 and this. You don't have to say, you ain't doing shit. You can say, look, I started X, Y, and Z. You know, I had, I founded Rockefeller, you know, records. I found the greatest rapper of all time in Jay-Z and I, I gave him a platform. You don't have to say, envy your kids don't respect you. You don't have to do that. 
that shit. See, the whole kid respected. I don't know. I don't know if he said those exact words. No, he didn't say those exact words, but he implied that shit. I mean, I don't know about respect, but I feel like if I had to choose between my kids seeing me and like, you know, I got a fucking boss and my kids seeing me and it's my shit. I want my kids to see me when it's my shit. No, I get you on that. But if you want to say that to someone, tell them, tell that person on the side, not on the fucking national radio waves. Maybe bro. they have, maybe he has, but the thing is, nah, he, DJ, he, he, I, he tried to fucking sun DJ Envy true. on that fucking show. But DJ Envy does, whack. DJ Envy tries to sun plenty of people on his fucking platform. Who the fuck he sunning other than, uh, Jesus Samero? Man, well, cause Jesus Samero for clowns for that shit. They said, first of all, if you let Envy sun you, you got problems. <laughs> still trying it. Like all, DJ Envy is doing three that. Three about that shit. Like DJ, I feel like I respect. Like I fuck with the breakfast up and all that shit or whatever. But I've, on that episode, I, I side with Damon Dash more than fucking DJ Envy for sure, hundred percent. Because then after all that shit happened, DJ Envy tried to get his own ownership. He tried to do that whole real estate shit. He tried to like branch out and do some other shit or whatever. That shows that like, all right, I'm doing some shit outside of the Breakfast Club. Like motherfucker, like it's. I think it's to me. I think it's hard to tell somebody or get somebody outside of their box. Who are they're rich off doing some shit. Like if you're rich, but you still have a boss, like you still feel like you're free because you're rich. No, you didn't. But that ain't real. That ain't real. You ain't a boss. I think that's what that shit can be snatched from you. That's what I'm saying. I think that's what Damon Dash is saying. Because DJ Amber was saying, like, no, I'm free. My kids can do whatever you want. But he was like, Can your kids come get a job at this radio station if, you know, when they get older, like DJ Amber probably think, like, nah, fuck that. I I don't really own this shit. Mm -hmm. I think Damon Dash was probably just trying to spark that 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 ownership fucking uh, you know, in his mind. Well, Dame needs a course in speaking to people. True. Because he came off like a straight dick. And I still think he's a straight dick. Especially after what he did in that motherfucking deposition. And like, the fucked up thing is, Dame Dash can be such an inspiration to the youth, to the culture. But he chooses this fucking like, antagonistic asshole route. And he just, no. Because here's the thing. It just drowns out. Because it's never... You have to sift through his shit, his interviews and shit, to find the gems. Right, if you if you just turn on Dame Dash and hear him talk, bro, most of the time it's like, oh, fuck this dude. This dude's just a fucking asshole. Matter of fact, Dame Dash ain't nothing but like an old whack one hundred. <laughs> like straight the fuck up, ball head. <laughs> <laughs> Talking a bunch of shit. You know what your man said? Yeah, man. <laughs> so for those y'all, ain't my, ain't my who, man though. <laughs> for those y'all who don't know who Whack One Hundred is, he's a uh, Blue Faces manager in the game. Oh, in the game. Yeah. You know, whack-ass rapper. Uh, <laughs> I disagree. I'm fucking with y'all. I respect the game. Uh, not as much as Amari does, but I fuck with the game. Right. Anyway, so Whack 100 said, well, backed up Blueface. Uh, for those who don't know Blueface, he uh, did uh, the Tatiana song, Bust Down, Tatiana, Bust Down. Tatiana. Tatiana, yeah. Yeah, Bust Down, Tatiana, Bust Down. One of uh, the most polarizing songs I can remember. You either love it or you hate it. There's no in between in that fucking song. Anyway, uh, Blueface says that Nipsey Hussle, uh, rest in peace, isn't a legend, and his manager, WAC 100, backed him up on it. Now, before we get into WAC 100's reasoning for it, Amari's sucking his top lip into <laughs> to the back of his throat right now. He's so upset. Please explain what you thought about WAC 100's comments on uh, Nipsey Hussle's legendary status. Uh, I definitely thought Nipsey Hussle should be considered a legend. Okay. I don't think it matters. To me, man, when people start bringing up numbers, that shit sounds like corny. Okay. Like, so, for the record, um, WAC 100 said, when we talk about legends, we're talking about body of work. We talk about numbers that people do. Exactly. Right. He's basically saying he's a, a crazy analytic guy. 
Basically, he's the owner of the Houston Rockets. These motherfuckers ain't one shit. <laughs> number disappointment. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you bring up, like, he was basically saying, like, because of the numbers, we can't consider Nipsey Hussle a legend. He didn't bring up impact. He didn't bring up, you know, the love. He didn't bring up the 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 sheer, you know, presence that he had after he passed. He just went off the numbers. Like, oh, you know, his album. How many albums does he have? One? How many? What, did he go platinum before he died? No. Like, that shit is so whack to me, man. Like, that shit, like, he definitely signifies and connect with your name, dude. Like, that shit is horrible for you to say that. So, when when you consider whether or not someone's a rap legend, let's just, let's just go pure rap here, because this is what we're talking about, rap, hip-hop, whatever, however you want to categorize it, what, are you, what is your criteria? It's definitely not numbers, man, because who counts the fucking album sold, especially not with streaming? Not like, in we, today's society. Like, we don't know who the fuck, like, we, we don't know how the motherfuckers is counting streams. They put that shit on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> that shit, we don't know who, who count who counts this who counts the album who like there's no there's no real way to like really be able to tell on our level like who's streaming what who's selling what so we just go off what people tell us yeah and the people who tell us some shit the air motherfuckers are told by somebody else and then they're told by somebody else like the motherfuckers who really know and have all the numbers they're not gonna really release all the exact numbers out or whatever so for him to say the numbers say that he's not a legend that shit is why I'm going off impact. I haven't seen another rapper outside of Tupac who's passed away tragically, who's had the same presence and notoriety. And this motherfucker Nipsey Hussle sold out the Staples Center during his funeral. Mm -hmm. I can't name another person in general who's done that outside of Michael Jackson. Well, I think, no, I don't know about. um, I don't know if he was there. Not not Michael Jackson. What's his name? Prince? No, 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 no. James Brown. Yeah, on that. The, all these motherfuckers is legends. <laughs> <sighs> motherfuckers coming to pack out a staple center to my funeral. So here's the thing. I don't know if Nipsey could have sold out a staple center with a concert. Like I'm just being I'm just keeping it one fucking hundred. True. I think Nipsey got a bump because he passed away. One hundred percent. We spoke about how great Victory Lap was before. Nipsey pads, right? You know, that shit came out. We were texting back and forth, but this fucking album killing. He talking about this. He talking about that. This dope shit, you know, it's for the culture, blah, 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 blah. But that shit did not take off until Nipsey was tragically fucking gunned down. And that's just kind of like our society. It's a weird thing. You know, when we did the 2018 uh, wrap up of best albums of all time, Tony brought up the fact that people get that death bump, right? Suddenly you're a better artist because you're dead. And I think Nipsey benefited from that. And while Wack 100 didn't put it in, didn't use the best phrasing or best word choice, I mean, he has a valid point. Prior to Victory Lap, Nipsey had a bunch of mixtapes that were decent, but none of them were like, you know, flooding the airwaves. You know, people weren't really talking about them that much. The only reason people were talking about any of them because one cost $100 and the other one cost $1,000. And then he comes out with Victory Lap. After many, many delays, and we can agree Victor Lap is a classic, but can you be a rap legend of one album? Yeah. How? I don't think you can be the definition of legend, a traditional story sometimes popularly regarded as historical, but unauthenticated. Okay. I don't think you can be a legend until you pass. Like, if that was I, the I case, that. living legend is a word, is a phrase that we use. There's one living legend in the music game. Jay-Z. Yes. If legend was a, a term that you can say or give someone when they're alive, 
Why do we have living living legend? Okay, so it's not so much him him as an artist. It's just him as like a like a person, like his impact, like a, uh, like a okay. philanthropist. I don't think Nipsey. To me, I don't like. I don't know the guy or whatever. I didn't. I never met him. I'm just going off what I think. I don't think he ever considered or said or expected or believed that he was the greatest rapper of all time or he was going to go down as the top five greatest rapper of all time. But that doesn't mean he's not a legend. I didn't say he's, is he a rap legend or a living like rap legend or whatever. Just talking about anybody can be a legend. You can be a legend of anything. You know, it feels like throwing legend around loosely because it's not like Nipsey was saying some brand new shit. He was just in the rap game talking about, yo, make sure you own your own shit. Uh, you know, get your paper up, get your real estate, shit like that. It wasn't like groundbreaking shit. Yeah, true. It was just you hear it from someone who also gangbangs. That's the first time we really heard it from, from from a person like that. Well, I think yeah, I think the, his his the, why I say he's a legend is because he connected with a group of people that probably weren't being talked to. Okay, but did he really connect with them? Yes. Right. So are, are there people in Crenshaw trying to buy up property? I'm sure. Oh, really? Because of Nipsey Hussle. I'm sure. Or is it people like, yeah, Nipsey was killing that shit. Listen, listen to what he's saying, and then they do nothing about it. I'm sure he's awakened more people than ten other rappers who are current and popular now. Have, I'm not saying. Have I'm, you done something different? Yes. Because of Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Okay. What did What did Nipsey Hussle inspire like you? I'm more to do? aware and more just. What actions have you taken because of Nipsey Hussle? Being more like my mind state. Okay. What actions have you taken because of Nipsey Hussle? To understand ownership. To understand. A legacy to some honestly, man, him dying, like I said, he's I think he's done better to the world or he's been or the world's benefited by from Nipsey Hussle from his passing than if he would have lived a life or whatever, got old or whatever. Because eventually he would have had a trash ass album, he would have faded away as a rapper, he would have, you know, people would have not liked what he said, it would have been some type of controversy, or whatever. Because I think he was on the level to get to that next level. He was on the or sorry, he was on the path to get to that next level. I agree with that. To be exposed, to be, you know, real popular, mainstream, or whatever. And I think he would have lost some not his credibility, but I think a lot of people would have, you know, said like, oh, he went mainstream, oh, he went commercial, whatever. But that's what you got to do at some point to be able to reach, to have the bigger reach. I think him dying the way he did and the way he passed and the way the situation he was in, I think that makes him a legend because he said a whole bunch of shit that we didn't know about because, or he said a whole bunch of shit that we didn't know about and it was brought to light because of his passing. Mm-hmm. Like he was speaking the whole ownership, you know, doing for yourself, you know, hustle, the marathon, all this shit, his whole career. But it's the shit with the songs weren't brought to light because well, it's just another rapper, like another rapper talking this shit. When you see past or whatever, then that shit get you know get put under the microscope. I think he's benefited from that. He's benefited from his passing, but I think that still doesn't take away from him being a legend. Hmm. Like everybody who's passed away, if you have some a great body of work, you've benefited from your passing. Yeah, like Tupac. Biggie only had two albums. The motherfucker. As soon as he passed away, that's all you got. So you gotta, if you want to listen to Biggie, you gotta listen to those two albums. So those are great. He's a legend. He only got one more album than Tupac than fucking Biggie. It Tupac has a million albums. He's still a legend. So I don't think the numbers, the sale, all the other shit or whatever. I don't think that really dictates what a legend is or what a legend isn't. I think it's impact. And I can't think of another rapper since even Biggie since his, since Tupac, who's had a bigger impact on the hip hop culture than Nipsey Hussle. See, 
I don't know, man, because Tupac, he had an impact on the hip-hop culture while he was still alive. Nipsey didn't. Like, Nipsey didn't have a, a biggest impact until he died. And it was like, oh, once he died, people were like, well, who is this guy? Why, why is everyone talking about him? You know, and then it was like all of a sudden it's all this outpouring. You got people posting videos of them crying and going to his, uh, like, the little, the, 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 I don't know what the fuck they call it. The, the eulogy and not the eulogy. What is the shit called? When, no, nah, not the wake, where people go, like, when they were outside the marathon store. To, and they would bring like flowers and candles and shit. I forgot what that's called. Okay. Anyway, people go in there. Bro, I was in LA, I don't know, maybe four or five months ago, and the marathon store was fucking packed. I, I, you know, I drove by just to kind of see if I could, you know, go buy shirts and shit. I was like, man, hell no. Nah. Your windows were up or down? Man, windows were down, man. I got okay. my shit tinted. I drove oh. my own car out there. Oh. Man, I mean, motherfucker ain't scared of the hood, bro. <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> You know, I was like, nah, hell no, that shit's super packed. So, you know, I kept going. But it was just, he didn't have that impact until he passed away. You know, he had a fucking fantastic album. One of the best albums of 2018. But it did not get the push or the buzz that I think it deserved until he died. And all of a sudden, people bringing out Nipsey quotes and all this other shit. You know, I mean... It's not. It's it's kind of fucked up that I'm saying this, but I'm glad that we have it on record that that we talked about how great before, his shit was yeah, before all this yeah. happened, right? Which so we can can just fall into that fucking thing. Yeah. Um, I gotta record that and like save it so I can bring that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I was first. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, you know. So it. it so I get where Wack 100 is coming from. I think it's fucking weird that Blueface is saying this shit. Like, if I'm Wack 100, you really, what you gonna say? You represent this guy. What you gotta say? Like, oh no, he wrong about that? You gotta back your dude, right? No, you don't. Yes, you do. Cause the game is, he's, Wack 100 is a blood, game is a blood, and game is all over with Nipsey Hussle. All over the stories. Every fucking game album, he's talking about Nipsey Hussle. Wack 100 still said the same shit. Well, yeah, but cause it's your other client. Like, come on, man. Like, if you got a client, you don't say something to fuck to fuck your client or make the client look bad in the public. Like he's sitting there, he come out of the club, he's drunk, TMZ's in his fucking face with cameras and shit, lights flashing, and he's like, "Shit, what Blueface say? All right, I got back. Whatever Blueface said, I got to support." And he starts coming up with reasons for it, and he tried to be diplomatic about it. He would, you know, he said that he was on his path to be a legend, but he's just talking about straight analytics, like you said. He was that fucking Dan Morley. It came off as you know disrespectful. But I understand where he's coming from. And I agree with him in the sense that he got that bump because he died. And neither one of his, his albums was, was nowhere close to Ready to Die or Life After Death. But let's be very clear about that. I fucks with uh, Victory Lap, one of the best albums I've ever heard of. But it's not even in the same fucking stratosphere as either Ready to Die or Life After Death. And that's why I think Biggie gets that bump because he came out Ready to Die. People are like, oh, this is the best rap album that ever, that ever been created. Then he came out with Life After Death, which was better than Ready to Die. And it's like, holy shit, he died halfway through this and it was better than Ready to Die. See, I, I don't like the whole glorifying death shit. It's like, not a both, glorification of yeah, it. Ready to Die. Oh. <laughs> Life After Death. <laughs> it's a theme going. <laughs> no, fuck that. I don't like that whole shit, man, because you already trying to set yourself up to get that emotional, I feel like you get the emotional bump. <laughs> like, motherfucker, what's the name of the album? Ready to Die. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't like that man instead of like nah victory like it's a marathon I'm gonna be here fucking to the end like I, I don't know man the whole like I like I said I, Biggie probably is a, he's a legend for sure he only has two albums but I think Impact if we go solely off Impact I think Nipsey Hussle has had the same 
impact as Biggie. Biggie has just been I, around I, or whatever. If you, I think Biggie's in the same situation as Scottie Pippen. I oh get the f- man without I'm not, Tupac. I'm not gonna dignify that shit without Tupac. No fucking respect. Tupac's without the most Tupac. overrated rapper of all time. I've said it before, to, and I will continue to say that going, shit to the day I die. But that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying Tupac had a thousand features on every album. But I'm again. I'm going to let it lie, all right? What does it matter? I'm, I'm just saying, I'm going to let it lie. Right, I'm just saying, cool, I'm just going to let it lie. I'm just going to let it lie. And my interpretation of Ready to Die was, so the name Ready to Die, this is my interpretation of it. I done been through all kind of shit. I done been through the struggle. I'm ready for fucking anything. Nah, you ready to no, 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 but that, that, That's my interpretation of it. Like, ready I'm, I'm, ready, I'm ready to do whatever I need to do to, you know, either make me successful, make my family successful, whatever it is. And if that includes me dying, fuck it. I'm ready for it. That's what that's how I interpret it. He has a child until to till till this Nigga, day. You two you one hour. Hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. When I hear when I saw Life After Death, I interpret it as motherfucker, I didn't die and went to heaven. Like my life is fantastic now. I was selling crap two years ago. Now look at me. I'm in fucking uh Ferraris, hanging out with models, I'm fat, ugly, and got a lazy eye. That's why I view Life After Death is, is him saying that I didn't fucking die and go to heaven. I made it. And if you kind of listen to some of the songs on there, he was kind of glorifying, you know, the, his riches and luxury and shit like that. If you, ju- if you juxtapose the two, Ready to Die, Life After Death, Ready to Die is this gritty ass fucking album, right? Life After Death is more of a, has more of a celebratory tone. tone. When you get to like the second disc, it gets a little more gritty, you know, 10 Crack Commandments, things of that nature. But overall, like, I love the dough, you know, shit like that. Um. Uh, uh, not everyday struggle. I got a story to tell. It's kind of like more up, more upbeat, more so than ready to die. Okay. So I, I think there is a theme going. Of course, I don't fucking know for sure. I didn't ask Biggie. I didn't talk to Biggie. Biggie's dead. That's just my interpretation of it. So I don't see him glorifying death. I think there's a, a meaning behind it because it wasn't like Biggie was just this surface motherfucker. Like he was the original double entendre dude. Jay Z kind of took that that crown from him. But I think people forgot that Biggie was the original one who would who could do wordplay like that. Like I said, man, I respect Biggie or whatever, but man, I, I, I don't know. You got two albums. If you're a legend, somebody, <laughs> who, got, somebody who has one album should be a, a legend as well. Just because of the impact he had. Because of the impact. Like I, the, I think it was in poor taste to say Nipsey's not a legend. You're not it, listening. It, it just comes off as like, oh, you just don't shade in the motherfucker. That, that's, that's what it comes off as. We're li- we're going to listen to more, 10 years from now, we're going to listen to more Nipsey Hustle album or a songs than fucking Biggie album songs. Outside of that. Juicy? I don't know about that. I mean, it's just like, what, you, what, what do you like? I mean, you're more of a, a fan of like the West Coast and that, that type of style and flow and shit like that. I'm more of a fan of like the East Coast rap. So it depends what you like. But I, you can't convince me that Nipsey Hussle is better than, than Biggie. Like, there, there's no, no, no there's no universe where I would agree with that. Uh, I, no, I agree. I'm not saying that rapping-wise, but I feel like Biggie was a rapper. Yes. Nipsey Hussle was similar style, level rapper, but that he wasn't a rapper. But it was also like 30 years later. True. I mean, you gotta keep that shit in mind. Not thirty, maybe not thirty, but you gotta keep that shit in mind. He was at a different place, right? When Biggie was coming up, it was either, and he said it, it was either you you rap or you got a wicked jump shot. That was the only way he was getting out of the hood. Like as a, as a community, as a black community, we really didn't understand like the different levels to wealth and you know to generate, especially not generational wealth. But as time passed, you know, we had more access, and then Google was invented, right? So Nipsey got Google. Biggie ain't had Google. Like Biggie, yeah. Biggie wasn't on a smartphone looking at shit. But I still, so Nipsey had more access to things. True, and I still think Nipsey was ahead of his time, even compared to the rappers that are still alive now. I agree who with started you there. out in the same time as him. Like he was still on a different level. I agree with you there. Like he was still like I think he benefited from him passing or whatever. But I think that only like showed us who he really was. The motherfucker had 
uh, what did he, a dispensary. He had his own mm-hmm. weed marathon. He had a whole bunch of different shit that these motherfuckers who are way more popular than he was, or whatever, a better rapper, more money, better businessman, more popular, whatever. But when you really uncover and unravel and pull the shit back, this motherfucker had a lot of shit going on. These motherfuckers, he had all his, he owned all his music. He had other shit going on. Like, it's a lot of shit that he did. Like, this motherfucker, what was the whole, the whole marathon store or whatever? It was a, a corner or store or area that he used to grow up and live and, you know, I guess sell or do whatever yeah. he did on or whatever. And the owners and the people who owned the area or whatever, they would kick him off like, oh, you can't do this here, you can't do this here or whatever. This motherfucker ended up growing up and buying that fucking area who used to kick him off. Okay. That's some legendary shit. It's dope shit. That's I would call it legendary. I would say I would say it's dope. That's legendary shit to be kicked out of a place and then eventually coming up, figuring out a way to buy that shit and kick out the people who are kicking you out. Mm-hmm. That shit. That's the same shit as Drake doing the shit or whatever. Like, oh man, I'm I'm having parties and the neighbors are complaining, so I bought the house. Uh, that's a higher level than what Drake did. That's much higher level. Yeah, that's a high, very. But high, Drake yeah. put that shit in the bar, and we remember that shit from Drake. Nipsey Hussle was doing that shit constantly on the low, and not get any credit from it. And not on the same level as Drake, as you know, popularity, monetary, you know, financially but or whatever. Drake had the, the, the marketing machine behind him. That's Nipsey what I'm did because Nipsey was he was independent. He was still doing legendary shit, is what I'm saying. So I think what this boils down to is Wack 100 has a valid point. The way he phrased it was fucking horrible. He could have said, "Look, Nipsey's a legend, like you said, for his impact in community and all that." I don't think he's done enough in pure rap, rap. To, yeah, okay. to establish himself yeah, yeah. like among the greats. I agree with that, but he just came off like a dick. Like it's fucked up because you can't just come out and say Nipsey's not a legend. Because I think, and I agree with you there. Ten, fifteen years from now, you're gonna have you're gonna still see Nipsey in in those those rap legend murals. You know, you, he's gonna his face is gonna be in there. Yeah, man, I feel like it's just so hard for motherfuckers to just give credit out. Like, why would he? Why it would have been? That just, is a weird thing, right? Like, why can't you just say just like, yeah, yeah. he's a legend? Yeah, he's like, a fucking legend in my hood. Like you, you live in LA. You from LA? You yeah. know what this motherfucker? Ain't no other fucking rapper getting murals. Fuck no. And you could. And if I'm if I'm blueface, I want that. Like yeah, he brought he you know brought LA back on the map. You know, and he, didn't he paved the way for me to be able to come in and make this shit. And then now you get okay shit. You know, blueface paying paying homage to you know someone who did something greater than him. But instead of doing that, he his ego is too large to admit that someone has done things greater than him. It's a weird fucking thing. Yeah, man. It's just because they happen to rap at the same time. And the thing is, they cover it up. Like, Wack 100 was saying, like, no, I'm just real. People ain't saying, like, no, fucking ain't being real. No, I mean, like I said, he has a valid point, but he just phrased it poorly. And if you... I think it works both ways, too. If you can acknowledge that Nipsey doesn't have the catalog to put him up there with the all-time greats, then I think that you just lying to yourself. Because he doesn't have the catalog to do it. Right? But he did other things, as you pointed out. To cement him in a, in a separate status, and I think we need to move away from. Oh man, how many albums you sell? Put somebody in the box. Yeah, right. Marginalize like, him. Like he's doing a whole bunch of other shit. You know, he's giving back to the schools he went to when he was a kid, shit like that. Like we should look at other things other than just pure numbers and you know shit that you didn't fucking um, you know put out or streams or owning a plane or whatever. Like if you can inspire a generation, I mean that should be counted for fucking something. Not fuck that owning a plane is. Fucking- <laughs> nah, fuck that. Fuck that. You get that PJ? <laughs> like, the motherfucker own a plane. Like, that's, that's a different level. I think that's, I think that owning a plane is not as impressive as, oh, I'm gonna go back here and I'm gonna buy this spot where they said I couldn't be here. Like, I don't, man, a lot of people own a fucking plane. But I, I, I respect, like, the whole journey. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, right. from 
you know, not being able to be in some place to be able to position to, to buy that place. And then, I mean, when you, when you look at shit like that, like that's a, the legitimate American dream or, you know, what they portray it to be. Yeah, man. It's wild, man. I, I, either way, man, I'm cool with it. Either way, man. Like everybody has, they're entitled to their own opinion. It's just, I don't got to agree with it. I just want to talk, you know, talk about it or whatever. But I feel like it's just a hater move by Whack 100. No, he, it, it came off. Well, first of all, like, he know he has, he has bad judgment. We don't expect him to be the most. His name is Whack 100. Yeah. yeah. Like, like you go out telling people your name, Whack 100? Like, what's your name, Whack? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? No, nah, we got to put 100 on that. <laughs> You gotta add something to that shit, man. You can't just yeah. be your name whack. Yeah. yeah. And he fucking faked the fucking fight with Mike Tyson. Yeah. Like, we can't just automatically. Like, and his name is whack. And let's not forget that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think now, man, when motherfuckers get popular and get their celebrity, man, we just automatically assume these motherfuckers are going up and up and they're the smartest, the most honest, the most, you know, we gotta believe what they say. You know, they motherfucking regular people who man, got he, it, but fucking lucky. He's a regular ass person that can talk a good game. Because he got a rapper said like, all right, cool, I'm going to let you represent me. Not even that. Motherfuckers just got lucky. And if you look at it, his two, his two clients, he's not doing a good service for them. Because Game dropped the album. We ain't heard shit about it. Born to Rap came out, what, last week? Yep. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Ain't shit, ain't, ain't shit happening. I, I ain't seen him on Good Morning America or anything like that. What the fuck is Wack 100 doing for Game? Yeah. It's pretty bad. You yeah, fuck with man. Born to Rap? I think, it's one of the, I think it's a classic album. That is saying a lot. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's 25 songs. I, honestly, man, honestly, I haven't got past 12, which is Welcome Home. So how the fuck you say it's the a game, classic album? The, because it has, like, the first 12, the, the, the song that I'm stuck on right now is The Game featuring Nipsey Hussle. And that song right now, I think it's probably, I don't want to say it's the game's best song because game has a lot of songs. But I think if we talk about the songs that Nipsey Hussle will come out with after his passing, I think it's probably the best. Well, one, that's a weird fucking way to put it. Like well, he did. So of the tracks that he didn't release, this is probably the best one. That's a that's a weird. You know, he did a lot of songs with a whole bunch of people. That's a, no, he probably has a lot of tracks somewhere sitting around. We won't get like a Nipsey Hustle. We'll you know, yeah, yeah, we'll get a lot of this album. Yeah, but. that that album is mediocre at best, bro. I'm sorry. Like I listened to it, I listened to it twice. I think I do all 25 songs, and I'm not. I mean, Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle song is cool, you know, but it's not like. Damn, I listen to shit. You don't fuck with game though. So I, no, mean, I, this, game. I like the documentary. Documentary is one of my favorite fucking albums. Ten growing years up. ago, fourteen years ago, still one of my favorite albums when I was growing up. One yeah. of my favorite albums. But do you fuck with Jesus Peace? I think that's that good. That, I think that was his best album. I fuck with a couple like uh, uh, Ali Kumbaye. Kumbaye. I fuck with Kumbaye. Kumbaye go hard as fuck. Yeah, I, did, did. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, th- I think this is a classic game album. I, I think we we text about it or I text you about it. I think if you put the games album, if you could put his top four albums, you could put that shit against anybody else, any other rappers. Kanye. Top, yes, Kanye got four dope albums. Four, four. Yeah, bro. Four. Kanye got one whack album. Four. Kanye got one whack album. Which one is that? Take Con- a guess. Which one? Just I mean, it's a, all subjective. Take a guess. I don't. No, honestly, it, it, you know me. All right. What late, do you think late, the only right. whack album I think Kanye has? I think late registration was dope. College dropout was dope. Graduation? Dude, graduation was dope. Barry Bonds? Get my money right? All right, cool. And then, I, then I give him Yeezus. Big brother? Then I give him Yeezus. Yeezus was dope. Start I, don't give him, I don't give him Pablo. Pablo was dope. I don't give him Pablo. Pablo wasn't his best, I don't give him. I don't give him, what was the last one? Yon, what was the last shit? The one, uh, the seven pack, seven song. Every every week is uh, good music. Yay. 
Ye was cool. I don't, I don't give him that. Ye was cool. They I don't put that shit up against it, uh, in it, four it, game. Bible. It was trailing off there. Do, 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 do. And then you got the Jesus is fucking king. And boy, did it fall off a cliff. Trash. Trash. <laughs> Super trash. <laughs> Kanye <laughs> got you three that, good ones. You get that recycle emoji. All right, 808s. All right, he, he get 808s. Bro. Yeah, he get 808s. College dropout. Late registration. If you don't like graduation, that's fine. 808s and heartbreaks. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. You forgot that got named album of the decade. Okay. Come on now, man. I'm, that game not touching any of those. I'm not saying. All right, I'm not saying game is number one, but I'm you saying said like, I put it against. Any, I will any put. Other I will put. All right, I will put the documentary. I will put the Doctor's Advocate. I will put Jesus Peace, and I'll put this Born to Rap against Kanye's top four. No, it's like, not, it's, it's, it's not, not, they're in the same hemisphere. No, it, same hemisphere. Well, hemispheres are pretty large, so okay, maybe. All right, cool. they're both rap albums. <laughs> <laughs> like game is, I think top ten. If you a four pack, top ten. There's not. It's not all right off top. There's not a lot of rappers who have four dope albums. If we if we really think about it, like rappers, current rappers, old rappers, what four dope albums? Yeah, it's fair. That's that's a lot. But I don't agree with you. That game has four dope albums. I don't think Doctor Hill was that great. I fucked the documentary. What about LAX? I, I took out LAX. LAX is okay. I think he fell off hard after the documentary. Honestly, the Red album was dope, but I didn't bring that in. Red, I'm all right. I, all right, you throw around dope real loosely. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with game, man. So I'm saying, like, he has he has a good three or four good, like, dope, good albums. There's not that many motherfucking rappers who have four good albums. You know what's fucked up? Like, I like the game, and I want to like his albums more than I do. Like, I, I give him every chance in the world. Because I fuck with the game. I, I like him as a person. But his music is it's okay. He's a serviceable rapper. Serviceable. I think he's more than that. Mm. I think he's more than that. For sure. For sure. 100%. There's no way where it's like, when I saw Born to Rap come up on my little feed, like, oh, suggesting new albums, I was like, mm, okay, I'll get to it. I, I don't have like, oh, shit, let me pop this on right now. He, yeah, that's the thing. He doesn't have that big, because he's. I think the game has been popular and been like relevant for so long where he's kind of like that Gold State Warrior, where it's like, you've been around enough where I don't really give a fuck about you anymore. No, fuck that. I know you're still dope. Bro, but yeah. I've seen you constantly. Like, there hasn't been a year where it's like game hasn't been brought up. If Jay Z dropped the album tomorrow and that shit popped up on my feed, I'm playing it immediately. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but if game, Kendrick Lamar dropped the album, I'm playing that shit immediately. Yeah, you naming all the motherfuckers who go away for a year and then pop back up when they have an album out. Game is always in some fucking drama. I think that's what screws him up. I think what screwed him up is that butterfly tattoo on his face. Well, that's LA now. Yeah, it used to be a butterfly. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> Slavery. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I fucks with the game. I don't think Born to Rap is great. But if you like it, man, good for you. It's a classic album, man. Yeah, we'll see. When we, we talk about when, Wolfies. When we review our uh, top hip-hop albums 2019. Yeah, man. Wolfies, man. 2019. They coming. Oh, yeah. Wolfies they're, coming. For they're sure. coming. We got to work on that shit, though. Wolfies are coming. Mythical box. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did you hear about this fucking San Francisco 49er broadcaster? What happened? Talking about Lamar Jackson. Okay. All right, so dude gets suspended. Let me read you the quote. Of, I'm pretty sure why he got suspended. So <laughs> his name is Tim Ryan. I think he used to play for in the NFL. He's a broadcaster for San Francisco 49ers. I think like the local broadcast or whatever. So he says this is after the San Francisco 49ers played the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson is the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens end up winning the game. Tim Ryan says that Lamar Jackson is really good at that fake. Talking about like a, a fake handoff. But when you consider his dark skin with a dark football with a dark uniform, you could not see that thing. That thing, I mean, he means football. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you literally, you literally could not see when he was in and out of the mesh point. And if you're a half a step slow on him in terms of your vision, forget about it. He's out of the gate. San Francisco, here's this. The 49ers team, they suspend the guy. Uh, Tim Ryan comes out, apologizes, says Lamar is a you know MVP caliber player. Um, a couple of, not a couple, but a few players on the San Francisco 49ers uh, support him. Um, one being of uh, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman says he, Tim Ryan has a valid point. He understood, he understood what he was saying, but he probably could have phrased it better because you don't want to say things like his black skin. That doesn't really play well in 2019. You heard me read it. What do you think about what Tim Ryan said? I feel like we're too forgiving, man. Oh, shit. Like coaching, man. Not, not a fan, huh? Nah, hell no. All right, explain to me. I feel like that's a bully move. A bully move? How's yeah, that a bully move? Sure. If you know, you know the context, you know the way it's going to be perceived, you know the con, you know, you know what's going to happen from this whole situation. It's unfortunate that his black skin. That's this is that's rough. You, that's rough coming out. That's a bully move. How's that a bully move? He's probably doing the same shit we doing, sitting in front of a mic, drinking, <laughs> watching some shit, and that shit just came out. <laughs> and that's his truth. That's the way he truly feels. And that shit, that's what's fucked up, bro. If you if you're a top. If you're like he's, t- I don't know, man. It's I don't I don't want to go super deep into it. No, nah, man, go super deep. I think into it's it. fucked up because he's an announcer and he's seen plenty of dark skinned people, plenty of dark skinned football players, plenty of dark skinned everybody, plenty of dark skinned quarterbacks. He's seen enough. Not, oh yeah, name them: Vince, Vince Young, Vince Young, Randall Cunningham, okay. Warren Moon. What about the motherfuckers who got the same skin tone as the football? Those Russell, be those, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, nah, he's a little bit lighter, and he doesn't have a dark uniform. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm sorry, to interrupt you, man. Go ahead, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I'm just saying it's fucked up, man. Like I, I can't, I can't take that lightly, man. I think we forgive and we try to explain and understand. Just hold the same shit. What was that cop who killed the uh, the black guy when um, uh, you know, when she thought she was in her home or whatever, and motherfucker. Was oh yeah, yeah, and then they. But we forgive too shit. easily, bro. Like why can't these motherfuckers just be wrong? <laughs> like we just did some wrong shit. We ain't gotta. We ain't gotta validate. We ain't gotta do none of that shit. The motherfucker just wrong shit. He gotta pay the consequences, and we gotta move the fuck on. Yeah. He said some wrong shit. If I said some wrong shit, motherfuckers gonna persecute me about it. Like, oh man, like nah. He, but the way he said it, nah, nah, motherfucker, you said you said some wrong shit. You gotta pay the consequences. You gotta understand the punishment, and you gotta fucking beat that shit on the chin. Okay, what was what was wrong about what he said? He's he basically said the only reason the motherfucker is good because the ball blends in with the skin. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what he said. Like black I, hole out there. Like, can't see as, shit. as soon as he picks up the ball, I can't see it. <laughs> it's like it's a part of him. Yeah. Like you want a football glove? Nah, just give me my skin. <laughs> That's the fucked up shit. Is it, you, does it change your opinion that Richard Sermon says he has problems finding the ball? On film when he watches Lamar Jackson? Does that no. change your opinion at all? No, hell no. Nah, fuck that. I think... Look, I don't know, man. I think Richard Sherman can say whatever the fuck he wants. I know he's an intelligent guy. I know he's you know he's been in the league. And he's a dark-skinned guy. So I know he's not going to do something to, to, you know, to adversely affect his people or whatever. But you don't always got to agree. You ain't always got to say some shit. You don't always have to, like, side with one side, bro. Just be quiet. Let this motherfucker get what he get. He said some wrong shit. There's been plenty of motherfuckers who said some wrong shit, and they just got to get what they get. Why? They got to get what they get when it's like someone who's not black. When it's Russell Simmons or Michael Jackson, it's like, oh, we're trying to persecute people. Because motherfuckers who 
outside of Russell Simmons, outside of these other motherfuckers, they get what they get when they don't deserve it. <laughs> we, we just talked about these motherfuckers <laughs> who are in prison right now for marijuana. Yeah. Now these motherfuckers is rich making marijuana. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I, I don't know, man. It's wild. I mean, we always get into it. But the whole forgiving equality shit, man, I think... What's wrong with motherfuckers just letting some shit slide for a little bit? But also, what's wrong with like telling the truth? Like, if he really feels like that, and I think it's a legitimate point. Like, hundred percent. Let's keep it hundred. Like, if you have darker skin and you grab a football that's dark brown, you're also dark brown. Like, okay. I can understand where it's like, shit, where the ball at? Like, it's kind of it could be in a split second too. This is not like True. some fucking. Um, the like drawn out process. Okay, we're talking about maybe half a second, and you have to figure out if he still has the ball or if somebody else is running with the ball, and they have a fucking purple uniform on, and the ball is dark brown. True, I I agree with that. But the thing is, the same person or not the same person, but if somebody said, oh, "I didn't get that job because I'm black," that's not like, the same thing. That's though. the same shit. No, it's not. That's the same shit. Saying that it's hard to see the ball because gonna come out like, "Nah, motherfucker, you didn't go to this school. You didn't go to this school." And then you got to break down. Why didn't I go to that school? <laughs> It's it's so fucking I think it's unjust. I think it's some shit going on on all levels, so, but I think we just are proven or we're programmed to just automatically accept shit. So you think that what he's saying is like a sly like if he was white, he wouldn't be that good. He's only that good because he's dark. Is is that what you're saying? Am I saying that? Is what, what uh, is that I'm sorry, I didn't that was poorly worded. Are you saying that essentially what Tim Ryan is saying? Is that only reason why Lamar Jackson is doing so well is because he's dark skinned and people can't find the ball? Like he's like tricking them. Like it's not his talent, it's more so some shit that whereas like people just because his physical characteristics, they are at a disadvantage when they play him. Why can't motherfuckers just be good? No, why I'm asking you, is, is that what I you're think, thinking? I feel like, yeah, I feel like he gave a reason to why this motherfucker is so good because he has some advantage of his skin color. I think that's a lame way to tell a motherfucker like you're good, but <laughs> like, uh, however, I forgot where the ball was. <laughs> like I lost the ball because of your skin. Like, motherfuckers, these motherfuckers just can't be good. Like it's so many other situations yeah. where you can have those whack ass excuses that nobody ever brings that shit yeah. up. You know, this reminds me of when you're a kid and you playing a fighting game against somebody and they keep doing the same move over and over again. Yeah, you're like, man, what fucking reason you you, you winning? You keep doing that special move. Yeah. stop doing the special move. Uppercut over combat. And that's that's essentially what it, what it feels like. Now, do I think Lamar Jackson is this fantastic quarterback? No, I don't. Like, I'm not in the camp that he's this unbelievable quarterback. I believe he's killing the league right now. He may even kill it next year, but I, I believe eventually, if he doesn't develop as a passer, he's going to be stifled because people are going to figure out how to defend him. I think it's weird to say the reason why he's successful is because you can't see the ball. That's a very strange thing to say. I think the guy has a point. And that it may be difficult to see the ball. However, if you're an NFL player, you should be able to discern whether or not he handed the ball off or not. Like, motherfucker, it ain't like he a chameleon. Where in the ball is oval. Like it ain't hand shaped. It's not something that his hand can hide. Like it's a it's a weird thing to say. I think what Tim Ryan was trying to find is like a reason why Lamar Jackson is so good and why Lamar Jackson is, you know, dominating NFL defenses. And it's he's really not that great of a pure passer, right? I think the 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 biggest reason why he's as good as he is is because of his the running threat. So I think everyone's afraid that he's gonna fucking run, and you got you know motherfuckers wide open or some shit like that, or people just zoned in on him because they don't want him to take off, and then they forget about Mark Ingram, who's his running back when he hands the ball off. They're still looking at Lamar Jackson. 
what he should have did is says that Lamar Jackson is such a threat that people are zoned in on him and they're really not paying attention to what he's doing. That's probably what he should have said. Not talk about how his fucking his black skin is the reason why he's he's dominating the league. But that just goes to show that a lot of white people and you know people who are outside the black race really don't understand like the culture and what's offensive and what's not offensive. And I don't think Tim Ryan is racist. I don't think he said this out of some kind of you know discriminatory or prejudiced manner or anything like that. I think Tim is just doesn't ha- is ignorant to the the black culture and people from that culture and the fact that you know maybe there's a different reason why defenses aren't able to stop what he's doing and it doesn't have to do anything with the color of his fucking skin. Like why? All right, so why do we give? An automatic pass to motherfuckers who can throw the ball with accuracy and make them a great quarterback. You know how hard it is to play quarterback in the NFL. I don't give a f- I don't, yeah, I do. Okay, but there's not the thirty. Is, there's not thirty men on the planet right now who can play quarterback at a high level. I agree, but what I'm saying is, why do we automatically give Tom Brady six rings? True. We give Aaron Rodgers. I don't know why we give Aaron Rodgers so much credit. Drew Brees. Don't know why we give him so much credit. These either. motherfuckers. What do they do as a quarterback? Throw the ball. All right, cool. What are you supposed to do as a football player? Score. You're supposed to win, or right? Stop. Yeah. If you win, what does it matter how good you can throw the ball if you're still a threat? You might not have the best arm, but you can run real fast. Like who to say? Who's to say? Who's to show? Who's to prove that a fast quarterback is less important or not as important as a quarterback who has a great arm? Like because why I do think we- speed fades? Okay, I, I think arm that's. Fades. I think that's. Well, Brett yeah. Favre, accuracy fades. But here's the thing. That lasts a lot longer than fucking speed, barring injury or some shit like that, right? Because say you you tear an ACL, you lose some explosiveness there, right? You know your your lateral movements that maybe not as quick. Any real, not any injury, but most injuries to you know your upper body, your arms, or whatever is quarterback, you can recover from it and get back to you know that, that great throwing motion, great throwing form, unless you have some degenerative shit like a lot like Peyton Manning. And if you can throw the ball well. You can play a lot longer than if you can just run the ball well. Because you don't see very many 40-year-old fucking running backs out there killing it. But who's to say? I understand. I, I agree with that. But who's to say? We're talking about importance. Who's to say that having a great arm is more important than being able to run real fast as a quarterback? I, I would and be able to throw moderately. I prefer my quarterback to be able to throw over run. Like, I would prefer someone who can... Throw the ball, put it in tight windows, read the coverage, and someone who would just take off and just fasten everybody else. Well, reading the coverage is different. Like, that's being able to, like, really understand and know the game. I think that's that's outside of throwing the ball. A motherfucker can have a great arm, but he can't read defense. But you can throw the ball real well. Well, so here's the thing. it's They're kind of one and the same. Because if you're very successful as passing the football, you have to understand coverages and how to read the coverage. Otherwise, you're going to throw a shit ton of interceptions. Because you have a great arm, and that ball can be on the other fucking way a lot of the times. Because you don't you don't understand that the safety's you know doubling the your your primary receiver on the route. And, I, and on the flip side of that, I understand. And I believe I agree with that too. I feel like you can read the defense real well and understand what's going to happen. But if you don't have the arm, mm-hmm. you can't get the ball where it needs to be. Right. So I feel like that whole reading the defense and all the other shit or whatever. I think that's a different skill. I feel like Lamar Jackson has that skill. I don't know. He, he has the speed skill. Speed. He has. Some whole bunch of other skills. He might not have the greatest accuracy, the greatest arm or whatever, but motherfucker has enough to be a great quarterback. I don't feel like when you say the quarterback has to have a great arm, I feel like that's motherfuckers. Well, not not you. I know. No. But I feel like people are saying, like, you know, you have to have a great arm, accuracy, whatever, to be a great quarterback. I feel like that's 
That's old school, man. Like, just back in the day, like, oh, if you're a porn guard, you got to be six feet tall. You have to be the shortest player on the court. Yeah. Like, that shit is old, old, It's an old school mentality. That's an old mentality. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Things got to change. As long as the motherfucker is winning, as long as the motherfucker is having a defense, like, what the fuck do we do? Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's, I feel like that's the whole goal is to fucking trick the defense into doing some shit that they shouldn't do or doing, choosing some shit that they shouldn't choose. If you're able to do that shit, you're a good quarterback. But I think it kind of boils down to, it's a lot easier to stop a running quarterback than to stop a quarterback that can read the coverages and put the ball where it needs to be. It's just it's just easier. Because you can figure out, okay, this is what he kind of likes to do, shit like that. There's certain there's certain times when you got to pass and play, and you can play perfect fucking defensive coverage, and the quarterback puts the ball in the correct spot. There's absolutely nothing you can do about it. True. You can stop a run. Like, it comes down to, oh, he's running. I'm going to get there. I'm quick to angles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes to fucking playing cornerback or, you know, playing coverage, oh, spot in the zone, boom, got it. Oh, man-on-man oh, man, uh, coverage, let me audible out, let me get the right route, the beast-man coverage, boom, put the ball in the right spot. You can't do shit about it. I've seen the greatest cornerbacks fucking who play the game who couldn't stop a wide receiver just because of where the quarterback was putting the ball. You can stop a running You can stop a running back. You can stop a running quarterback. Yeah, I agree. But I'm saying, like, that's taking the whole, taking it into account or believing that Lamar Jackson can't throw the ball at no, all. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he has to develop. He's not at an elite level of like passing the football. He's just not. Not right now. I'm being 100% honest. I like Lamar Jackson. I like everything about him. I like his story. I like the fact that NFL uh, execs thought he was just a running quarterback. He should be a wide receiver. Yeah, I like that he true. came out and fucking showed the league that 29 other teams are wrong. I love all that. But at the same time, the motherfucker ain't a great passer. And I would love to see him develop as a passer. What I don't want to see is what happened with Michael Vick where he just fell in love with running and didn't pay attention to the passing part of it. Because once you lose that speed, it's fucking over. That you, you can't get a job in the NFL anymore. Because now you can't pass and you ain't fucking yeah, quick enough to outrun but, linebackers. But honestly, man, I, honestly, to me, my, I'd rather be great at one particular thing than just be even and average and a whole bunch of other shit. Well, I mean, I'd rather like, be a more successful quarterback. All these motherfuckers, plenty of quarterbacks have great arms, but they're not as popular or as memorable as Michael Vick. That's fair. That's fair. But when it comes down to, okay, who's a better quarterback, Tom Brady or Michael Vick? What does it matter? Who's a better quarterback? We're talking Drew about, Brees? are we talking about the top quarterbacks of all time? Who, okay, who's a better quarterback, Drew Brees or Michael Vick? Like Michael Drew Vick's Brees not, is still up there. Michael Vick's not even a fucking conversation. All right. And he should have been. Name, all right, name another quarterback outside of Drew Brees, outside of Tom Brady, outside of Steve Young, outside of Joe Montana, outside of Warren Moon, outside of. Um, outside of all the great quarterbacks? I, I only named five. Okay, Brett Favre. All right, Brett Favre, that's six. Outside Russell of Russell Wilson, seven. Outside, all right. Name Aaron another Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is better than Michael. All right, cool. Aaron Rodgers. Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman. That's Steve eight. Young. Nine. I already said Steve Young. Oh, you Steve said Young. Steve Young. Okay. Yeah. So we talk. We still in the top ten. Mm, name motherfucker. Think, name, another, name another motherfucker who you would pick over Michael Vick. Donovan McNabb. That's questionable. Oh God, come on. <laughs> That's questionable. That's questionable. Matt Ryan. So we still talking about Vic. I'm, I'm just saying there's thirty. Brady, there's thirty. Right? Yeah, we said Tom Brady. I'm saying still saying that's there's thirty teams every single fucking year. Every team has a quarterback, one at least. We still talking about Michael Vick in the conversation of no, we're not. hundreds of conver- hundreds of quarterbacks. We're talking about Michael Vick because of the comparisons to Lamar Jackson because we haven't seen a quarterback yeah. run. Like Lamar Jackson is running since Michael Vick. That's what we're talking about, Michael Vick. Okay. If Lamar Jackson wasn't starting in the NFL, we wouldn't be talking about Michael Vick. No, no, no. I'm saying if we're talking about Michael Vick as being a great quarterback, we can name how many people can you name that you would pick over him? Dude, if I sat down and thought team? about it, it would be at least 30. That's still great. 
That's still oh, oh still well, makes when you I say Scottie Pippen in the top 100, then it's <laughs> uh, top 100 and the top 30 is totally different. That's totally different. Well, first of all, there's well, there's we're talking fewer, about one position, fewer quarterbacks than there are NBA basketball players. No, nah, not great, not great. There's not. Come on, man, think about it. It's no, only no, no, 32 no. quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks per year in the NFL. Yeah, but these motherfuckers are automatically great if they win. Like no, every every motherfucker Trent wins. Ain't great. For the most part, is not great. For the most part, if your team is great, the quarterback gets the the majority of the benefit. Unless unless it's obvious that it was something else. Yeah. yeah. So you automatically, if you're a quarterback, you automatically on a great team, you automatically are going to get that benefit. What I'm saying is, Michael Vick is fucking. He solidified himself in history, in NFL history, because of whatever abilities that he's had. He might not have been the most accurate passer, but that doesn't mean that he's not a good quarterback. Is what I'm saying. Same thing with Lamar Jackson. He might not be the most accurate quarterback, but you can't say the motherfucker ain't great because he can't throw the ball. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm be very clear. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like motherfucker, like just there's other things that uh, there's other factors that make a great quarterback. Like I feel like motherfuckers who can't run fast, they lean on my arm is great. No, fuck you, slow. <laughs> I gotta be fast. Dimes. No, motherfucker, you slow. If we blitz. If we blitz everybody in the box, nigga, you gonna get sacked. Nah, if you're a great quarterback, you blitz. They blitz everybody. Somebody gonna be open. I don't know. You gotta rely on other people. If you got Lamar Jackson, you blitz. Blitz everybody, motherfucker. I'm running. <laughs> nigga, we gonna get yards. We gonna we gonna score. Blitz everybody, motherfucker. And, and I can still throw. Even if I can throw. Even if I'm a sixty on Madden, but my speed is at ninety eight. Motherfuckers gonna get open. <laughs> yeah, just run as fast as you can. Yeah. So I feel like, man, I feel like that's discredited him as being a great quarterback. Oh, he's only fast. Like, nah, I think that's a factor that's just is just has as most has the same amount of weight as having a good arm. Okay. I agree with you in the fact that if you have a weapon that the other team can't stop, why not fucking use it? What I'm saying is, in for my preference, I prefer a quarterback who can throw the ball better than a quarterback who's just fast as fuck. Because in how I look at it, I can stop a fast quarterback. You can you can align defenses and coverages that, that okay, you may get seven yards, but this drive gonna stop. Like yeah. you can be prepared for that. When it comes down to me, the quarterback versus the defense, I, I can bust your ass. All I need is two seconds, bro. That's hardest. Fuck to stop. I agree with you. I agree with you, but I think everything is set to change at a certain point. Mm-hmm. I feel like Steph Curry, he was a 6'3 guy who couldn't play defense, who wasn't fast, he wasn't great, he couldn't jump. Motherfucker, when, you, when Steph Curry dunks, it's a big fucking feat. Yeah. But this motherfucker can shoot the lights out. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker didn't, he didn't go top five, top ten in the motherfucking seven, draft. Seven or eight, some shit like that. Yeah, he did. He wasn't a great, he wasn't projected to be a great player, but this motherfucker went down as the greatest shooter of all time, and that solidified him as being. A great NBA legend. Yeah. When he retires right now, we know Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. So we're going to talk about him forever. Anybody, mm-hmm. anytime you mention basketball, you got to bring up Steph Curry. Yeah. I feel like you don't have the thing is just changing, man. You just got to be great. At, I feel like you just have to be great at one thing. Well, the league is behind. They, the league is always leagues are always behind because you got old motherfuckers who really aren't hip to like new shit or trying out new things. Hell, remember when um, the 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 NFL was like, well, you know, the option plays won't work in the NFL because people are too fast. That's only a college thing. Tebow killing people with the option game yeah. in the NFL now. That's yeah. that's just that's just how it is, bro. It's just they're always behind, and they're behind on fucking Lamar Jackson. That's why I think they're gonna catch up to him and stop his running shit. Yeah, he got to win though. If he wins the Super Bowl, it's over. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I'll give you that. He, he'd go down. He'd go down as one of the greatest. But I think it's bullshit that you say the only reason why he's killing people is because he got dark ass skin. You probably shouldn't have said that, bro. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, man, that's all I got. You, you got something else, bro? Nah, man, it was a good one, man. Yeah, you know, always a good one. Top five. It's always a good time when you come to the fucking Wolf Tickets experience. Always, yeah. yeah. Not Def- one person's been disappointed. Definitely share, comment, subscribe, follow. Yeah, share and subscribe. Those are big ones. Subscribers equals, you know, exposure. Oh, reviews, too. Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. The Apple uh, reviews. Now, wherever you fucking listen to podcasts, review on there. Yeah. But where can they find you, bro? Uh, let's do Instagram, man. Safari, the Q, S-A-F-A-R-E-T-H-E-Q-U-E. Uh, the website, thewolfticksexperience.com. Um, that's about it, man. What about you? Uh, Instagram is my social media vice of choice, uh, Mr. Westbrook3. And of course, you can find me on uh, Twitter, Are You Ready To? Of course, Facebook book, Facebook book, Facebook group, <laughs> <laughs> Wolf Ticks Experience. We always there talking shit. Um, yeah, man, this is a good one. I really enjoy this. Yeah, man, fuck Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret doesn't fucking like Oprah. I know you're such an MJ fan, man. Jeez. What you mean? I'm just saying. You really fucking upset it over, man. She's been doing a lot of bad stuff, man, where she could have did a lot of good shit. Worse than Jay-Z? Yeah, hell yeah. Way I mean, worse. I'm just saying, NFL banned Colin Kaepernick, and then Jay-Z has to deal with him. It says we over all that kneeling shit, and then they have a weird-ass workout that no one calls Colin Kaepernick about. I'm just saying, Jay-Z she, ain't looking she, too great right now. She's trying to cancel Michael Jackson. He already, well, it, that didn't happen. But she tried. She tried. She she tried. She threw the oop. She threw the oop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are out. <laughs>